0: Welcome to Out of This World Radio with your host, Ted Marr, broadcasting today with the help of my good friends Don and Doug at uh, on BBS Radio outside of Houston, Texas. And I want to thank everyone so much for listening and supporting today. The purpose of my show is to make this world a much better and happier place. And I know that if we all work together, we can and will make this planet a much better place. We've got an exciting show for you today. Um, during the first half hour, I'll be talking about my Upcoming trips to Mount Shasta, where everyone last year received a miracle healing. Several people had their eyesight restored, um, others had their hearing restored, others were cured of all kinds of different diseases, including Lyme's disease, um, and uh, I can't guarantee it'll happen if you do come on the trip, but uh, because you have to be a positive high vibration, but uh, it's happened to so many people, I, I hope you can come along. We'll be discussing those details in just a minute, and then I'll be having on a fantastic and amazing naturopathic doctor, uh, Dr. Michelle Peel, coming to us from Louisiana, and she'll be talking about all about the ascension. It'll be really amazing. She says we're working, we're moving into a scalar energy um, basis here on planet Earth, leaving the Hertzian old Hertz, Hertzian frequency behind as we shift into the uh, third fourth and and into the fifth dimension so it's an exciting time it's a time that I've been waiting for uh, about 52,000 years Um, (laughs) it's a long time to wait here on this planet and it's finally happening Uh, but there's so many good things happening will be it's a good positive program today the last part will be what will life be like um, when we shift into the fifth dimension um, and so we'll be, I'll be talking about that with messages from <coughs> Adama and the people of Telos, as well as my good friends, um, uh, the Plydeans, and especially uh, Plydean Admiral Halosaurus, who I'll be uh, channeling today with his messages. Um, my show is listener-supported, and if you'd like to support us, just go to the BBS website, and you can subscribe for as little as $2.99 a month. Um, any, any donations are really appreciated. Or you can go to my, uh, my website at outofthisworld1150.com. All, all your support is, is really appreciated. The, uh, <coughs> with today's show, we should have, according to my sources, we should have approximately 1.4 billion, uh, that's with a B, <laughs> listeners, uh, in over 100 countries. And off-planet, we should have approximately 911 million benevolent beings off-planet. And I want to especially thank my Pleiadian brothers and sisters at Abrahallosaurus for their, all their fantastic help, as well as, of course, the Galactic Alliance. The Galactic Alliance is an alliance of um, uh, seven trillion, approximately 7 trillion entities with uh, comprised of 450 million planets in this part of the Milky Way galaxy. and if President Kennedy had lived back in the 60s and not been assassinated, we would have been a member of the Galactic Alliance by now. We would have been in the fifth dimension. I write about this in my book, uh, Messages from the Masters, um, and I talk about uh, the timelines there. If President Kennedy had lived, we would have had all kinds of amazing things happening, but you know what? The, The purpose and destiny of planet Earth is to become a loving, kind, benevolent, and compassionate place where people of, of of all races, creeds, and colors live together as one, and, and that goes for the animal kingdom too and the plant kingdom, but that that kind of world is coming, and uh, I know it's, it's coming now. We're all building it, and even though the negatives want us to blow ourselves up with a war here and a war there, those old ways of doing things are not working anymore, and people are, are waking up as P- Thomas Jefferson said on my uh, radio show last weekend with Judy Kelly, one percent of the entire world population, of approximately 80 million people, woke up w- uh, week before last. And isn't that amazing? <coughs> so the planet is is waking up, my friends, and you're all playing a big part of it. Um, and I just want to thank you all so much for your support. If uh, <coughs> there's a lot to talk about today. The um, I just I published a second book uh, or a third book actually called Journey to the Other Side, a few months ago last November, and this is actually um, it's a, it's a it's a book about how to talk to the angels, how to talk to the other side, how to talk to angels and how to talk to benevolent extraterrestrials. This actually is a picture I took of, a, of a, from a flight I was on an A and A flight from Vancouver, Canada to, to Tokyo. Japan uh, back in, it was either 17 or 18, I think it was 17, and right over the Pacific, I was woken up in the middle of the flight, and, and my angels told me to take a picture out out the window, so I did, and it was in the moonlight, and you can see the angel there, you can see it flying, and that's uh, uh, uh that's love, that, that pink color represents love, and I was surrounded by love and angels on my whole trip and protected. It was a great trip, and there's lots of pictures like that of angels in the book, there's also, um. Whenever you look in the sun and you take your camera and you see like these these orbs, circles in the, in the, in the picture, those are, are spirits as well. Often they're Pleiadian spirits, sometimes if you're up at Shasta they can be Sasquatch spirits, they can be spirits from your um, relatives who passed on and they're, they're still quite alive, I have to tell you, and they will argue with you um, and they don't like being talked about as the dead because they're not dead and um, but a good psychic can plug into the higher dimensions and that's that's where we're all headed my friend. Uh, of course um, um, with, with all my books um, comes uh, a copy of this newspaper article um, uh, that was published in, in Christchurch New Zealand back on November 22nd 1963 and of course it's a, it's an article about the Kennedy assassination uh, and what was interesting about this this article it was released The story was released by the U.S. Embassy in Auckland, New Zealand. On um, they were told by Lyndon Baines Johnson, who was part of this conspiracy, um, to release the story about this fake story about Oswald killing Kennedy on November 22nd, because that's the day they planned to kill him. And so, when they released it on November 22nd in Auckland, New Zealand, guess which day, what day that was in the United States? That was November 21st, because new zealand is a day ahead of us and (coughs) dead ahead of us here in the united states so that when they released this story president kennedy was still alive in washington dc when this fake story about him being killed by oswald was released in new zealand and it was published in this paper i have a copy of the newspaper it says that there were three shooters interestingly enough it also says that president kennedy uh, died at midnight on November 22nd, another lie. The thing's full of lies, but it's interesting reading. It's very difficult, as you can imagine, to get a copy of that, but President help, President Kennedy did help me to uh, get a copy of that, and that comes with, with all my books. The Journey to the Other Side book's available uh, on Amazon, or if you'd like to order it from me, includes a, a free brief reading. Just send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com, or you can write me at uh, Out of This road Radio at Protonmail.com. Um, protonmailcom Either one is is just fine. The uh, this the messages from the master's book has also been translated um, into German, um, and that the title of that book is called Die Gansfelder Einstein and All the World Was One. That was that's been published by <coughs> AMRA Publishers in um, in southern in Barbaria, and if you'd like a copy. Um, You can visit AMRA Publishers A-M-R-A, on the web or you can go to my website outofthisworldreadings.com and click on miscellaneous and you'll find all the information about the book. My messages from the master's book has also just been translated into Spanish. It should be out in a couple of months. Um, It will be uh, self-published and available on, on Amazon as well so if you'd like an advanced copy <clears throat> and if you'd like, if, if Spanish is your native language, please send me an email and I will write you write you back. And my email is out of this world1150 um, at, at gmail.com. Well, what an interesting year it's been, my friends. Um the uh there's so much going on, but I want to wish everyone happy single de mayo. Of course, that was yesterday. I'm a day late. <coughs> but uh, since they're broadcast on Saturdays, I wanted to wish um Happy Cinco de Mayo to everyone around the planet. It's a a beautiful time of the year. um, Every year I go to Mount Shasta, uh, I'll be going at the end of June for a week and at the end of August for a week this year. Last year was really amazing. We had people... uh, I had one lady who had... um, She'd had Lyme disease for, I kid you not, 20 years. 20 years. And what we do, we go into a... um, My group and I, we form a prayer circle and we find a ley line. There's all kinds of energy lines and ley lines around Mount Chast. It's a very special and beautiful place. And we sit around in a circle and uh, we do a lot of meditation and then we we ask Adama to come in. Adama is the spiritual head of Telos, which is a beautiful city of approximately 1.5, it's increased in population, I think it's 1.7 million people now, in the Hollow Earth. And the hollow earth is a term, there's all kinds of caverns inside, beneath the surface of this planet. It's not all molten rock, as our scientists like to tell us, but actually there's a lot of um, caverns down there. And the, the people living out in Lemuria um, uh, 12,500 years ago, just before the planet got destroyed, was destroyed by the Atlanteans. They actually went underneath Mount Shastanist and moved their civilization there. Most of the people passed away <coughs> in the ensuing, ensuing cataclysm that occurred uh, 12,500 years ago. But uh, 25,000 of them um, were able to escape, go underneath Mount Shasta, and reestablish their uh, civilization there with complete access to all their technology. So they've been there ever since, and they're coming out now to help us. Actually, I want to thank them so much. They're beautiful people, and Adama's been a great friend. Helping um, me uh, as well, um, and many others here on the planet, Um, they were instrumental in cleaning up uh, the radiation from Fukushima back on on 2011. (coughs) The Japanese called it their 9/11, actually, and um, they've cleaned up most of the uh, the They've cleaned up a lot of the radiation there. They're not going to let us commit suicide by killing ourselves with a extinction level event, which is what Fukushima was, and is an attempt to. to to kill off humanity. But they cleaned up much of that radiation and they continue to clean it up. There is a prayer you can say to clean up the radiation at Fukushima which is still there. It's a very simple prayer. It's called the Ho'onopono and I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It's a Hawaiian (coughs) healing prayer and if you'd like please say it with me. I've got a story to tell you all about it. It's an amazing story. But it goes something like this. water, uh, please forgive us. Um, w- w- actually, water, we're sorry. Water, please forgive us. Water, we thank you. And water, we love you. Let's do this twice more. Um, water, we're sorry. Water, please forgive us. Water, we thank you. And water, we love you. And one more time, um, water, we're sorry. Water, please forgive us. Water, we thank you. And water, we love you. I did an experiment a couple of years ago with uh, my friend Dr. Uh, Libby from Montana, and she tested um, the the uh, radiation levels at Fukushima after three months of doing this on every show, and the radiation decreased by 90 percent. Believe it or not, very 90 percent. At the time, TEPCO Tokyo Electric Power Company was considering um, uh, <coughs> dumping all the radiation radioactive water from Fukushima which they have in holding tanks at uh, at fukushima into the pacific ocean and that would not have been a very good idea because then we would have drank the radiation breathed the radiation ate the radiation in fish it would have been just totally insane but there was quite a few quite a bit of pushback and uh, so right now they i don't think they have any plans right now but they and the radiation levels have already dropped by not, about 90 95% so but keep doing those prayers my friends you can do the same kind of prayers to help heal people around the planet. the uh, <coughs> Of course the um, the whole SHOP program was also instituted around the world here in the last couple of years and that could have been an extinct, extinction level event as well if we hadn't had galactic help, and we have and with that I want to thank our, our Palladian brothers and sisters so much as well as Palladian Admiral Hallosaurus For stepping in, and what they've been doing is they've been raising the vibrations of this planet by sending positive love and light energy to planet Earth here, um, so that well, two things: people consciousness will 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 rise, will raise, and they will um uh, they will heal as well from the um uh, negative effects of the SHOP program, and so and they've been very successful. They they the elites on this planet, so-called elites, and the reptile, reptilians had planned to, to eliminate 95% of the human population on this planet so they could take it over and use it for resources. <coughs> in The Galactic Alliance tells me that in 22 other star systems, the, um, uh, the reptilians have come in, offered benefits to the elite, like the elites on this planet, and said if you eliminate... 95% of the population of your planet then will make you the kings and queens. And you can take over the planet and live a life of opulence while everyone else lives in slavery and and um, lives, lives a life of misery. And then at the end of the time when, when they've extracted all the resources off a given planet, then the reptilians come in and blow the planet completely up. This started back in March of 1954 with President Eisenhower who stupidly uh, agreed to an agreement with the reptilians that in exchange for some of their technology to fight the Soviet Union that they would be allowed to abduct and so called study us humans. Well, they've been studying us all right ever since that time and they've managed to uh, create a hybrid human reptilian human gray race um, meant to take over us here on the planet. They've infiltrated um, our governments, many of our governments, many corporations around the planet, taken over many different corporations. But the good thing (coughs) is that we are getting help and the Galactic Alliance and um, uh, the Pleiadians are are helping us um, every day, every every way they can. But they have to be careful because um, this is a free will planet and because it's a free will planet, they have to respect, respect our choices and so we we uh <clears throat> they cannot directly intervene to help us, but if we ask for help, they will come in and they will not let us commit suicide and that includes uh Fukushima, and that also includes the shop program, which had the potential of wiping out much of much of humanity um the um The wonderful thing I like about chasta is that um it's there's just so many miracle healings that happen there. And we always see um, uh, lots and lots of UFOs flying around and uh, often see the Sasquatch as well. Um, Actually, uh, Sasquatch last year saved my life and I'm eternally indebted to him and want to thank him so much for for all his beautiful love and energy because if he hadn't helped me, I probably would not be sitting here today and I would not be alive. So I want to thank him for that. Uh, The Sasquatch are benevolent. They are a... um, um, they were created um, by a benevolent extraterrestrial civilization who wanted to jumpstart um, <clears throat> the evolution on this planet about 300,000 years ago, 300, roughly 300,000. And they um, they mixed the DNA of their own benevolent human race with uh, a giant sloth that was in existence here on the planet. And as a result of that, there are four different... Um, uh, uh, subsets, subspecies of the Sasquatch here on planet Earth today. <coughs> the oldest ones are called the ancient ones and they look just like us except that they have fine fur all over their body and it, and it is possible to have a family. If you're a human living on this planet and you have a relate, intimate relationship with a Sasquatch it is possible to have a family with a uh, Sasquatch and there have been recorded instances of Native Americans here in North America, having families with Sasquatch, so it is possible. And then there are there's three other species, as far as I know, which um, have more and more of the DNA from the ancient sloth. But they're all benevolent, and very kind, loving creatures. And uh, uh, they have to be careful though, because um, uh, the there are sectors, some dark elements of the U.S. government, which has gone out and tried to hunt them and kill them, which is not a very nice thing to do. So they um, they they often disappear into the higher dimensions and they're very careful to sh- to show themselves they are fascinating um loving beings uh who can loving souls who can flip-flop between <coughs> third dimension fourth and and fifth dimensions very very easily often if you do see one in the third dimension you'll see a sasquatch for a split second and then they'll go into the into the other dimension they do that for safety actually during a uh, <clears throat> the Atlantean times, about 50,000 years ago, the Atlanteans um, considered the um, Sasquatch a threat, uh, competitors, and so what they did is that they start try they started hunt them and kill them, and as a result of that, um, because of that belligerent action by the Atlanteans, uh, the Sasquatch uh, went it became invisible. It's the same thing in Ireland. If you talk to uh, if you research ancient Irish history the elves or little people were in plain sight um, back uh, uh, in the early days of Atlantis but later on the Atlanteans decided they wanted to kill them um, as they were very became very warlike toward the end of their civilization and they um, ended up um, hunting them and so the elves became invisible um, if you go the, they called them the little people if you go into Iceland um, there's a lot of little people, elves, if you will, which live who live on in Iceland, actually. And as part of the Icelandic government, and you can look this up, there's actually a, a part of the uh, government that deals specifically with the elves or little people. And they're consulted whenever they build <coughs> a new road or do new, new road construction in Iceland. It's a fascinating uh, thing, but I discovered that a couple of years ago when I was in Iceland but um, because what happened in the past the ice uh, people in Iceland would try to build a road or a new highway or a bridge maybe and all the equipment would break down all every everybody working on the crew set would would get really sick nobody could do anything and they kind of scratched their heads and says what's going on here and it turned out <clears throat> that that the people in Iceland were constructing a road through a very uh sensitive area that they had their homes there and 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 um, and little people villages there, and so they, they negotiated with the government to build this road. And so now they have a department <laughs> dealing with the little elves in Iceland before they build a road or do any kind of major construction. Now, wouldn't that be nice if we had the same thing here uh, in the United States and elsewhere, where they'd have a, a, a department of, of um, like extra, extraterrestrial affairs maybe, uh, or a little of the of the wee people, or department of Paranormal activities where they go out and actually talk to the little people. Uh, I think that would be just just great I'd love to volunteer if they ever create it, but uh, they do have that in Iceland. It's it's an amazing story mm. I was gonna go to Iceland a couple of years ago and bring a group of people there to meet the little people, but <clears throat> the scamdemic, scamdemic happened and everything got locked down, but someday uh, someday I'd like to like to go back the uh, The trips to Mount Shasta are filling up Um, so if you'd like to go please let me know as soon as possible. It's $250 per person and Shasta is a beautiful place. That's the only thing I can say. There has been um, there has been a battle going on um, uh, between the light and dark at Mount Shasta, between the reptilians and certain dark elements of the US uh, government to take over and the deep state to take over uh, the, the mountain. Uh, it's not an, it's not enough the, that the reptilians and the cabal and the deep state you know control many of the world's governments um, and control as much as possible of human life on this planet. No, they want to go into the Earth, the Hollow Earth, and control the civilizations there as well. But uh, they're not going to be let into that area. But at any rate, um, the reason I said that is because there are people who with negative intentions who have tried to come on the trips before. And if anybody is has a negative intention and wants to come and d- wants to come on the trip, they will not be allowed to come. And I do read minds, and so if anybody uh, has a, has a negative uh, agenda, they will not be allowed to come to come on. The g- the good news, my friends, however, is that <coughs> the negatives are losing; they're losing their power. They've lost the war, and they are desperate, but they are desperate to try to stop our ascension. Um, I am so. They are so proud of, of people, especially Nostradamus, and many of my all of my spirit friends for all the tremendous progress we've made. If President Kennedy had lived, for example, back in the 60s, we would have already ascended several decades ago. But it is the destiny, I think, of this planet to become a loving, kind, benevolent, and compassionate place, and that's where we're headed right now. And um, I have um, I have a spiritual mentoring program where I teach people how to talk to spirits on the other side as well as benevolent uh, extraterrestrials. And if you're interested, just visit my website, outofthisworldreadings.com, and you can you can read all about my, my mentoring program there. It's just $25 a week, and I teach people everything I know about talking um, to the other side. Uh, <coughs> I also give uh, take trips to um, Peru and, and Sedona as well. And if you're interested in those, just please see my website out of outofthisworldreadings.com click on miscellaneous and you can get more information about that um, in the coming um during the last part of the program i'll be talking about what life what life will be like when we uh, shift into the higher dimensions and i think it's going to be a incredible time you know the new children coming in right now i consider them all star children they are not from this planet they're often from the Pleiades and other benevolent civilizations and they're here to raise the consciousness, to teach us um, that um, we should live in joy, harmony, and peace and with compassion. And that's the destiny of of humanity, is to to create a beautiful and happy and loving loving planet. We're not meant to fight in wars all the time. We're not meant to have conflicts, for example, in the Ukraine or with China. We're meant to live together and and be as one. Um, There was a famous speech that uh, Ronald Reagan made back in 1986. And he said something, this was a speech to the United Nations, and he said something that um to the effect that if people realized um that we are all one, if we had a common threat threat to our, our existence here from outside this planet, we would drop our differences and become as one. And with that <clears throat> um I um I I love to tell people about I've got a um, a 528 Hertz tuning fork. It's a love tuning fork, so when you hit this tuning fork <clears throat> with this crystal from um, Mount it's from Lemuria, you spread love everywhere. So I'm going to do this three times now. I always love to start the shows out with that. So I'm going to do this now. I'll hit it three times and I, I hope you can hear it. Okay, that's, that's the frequency of love, my friends. I'm going to do it twice more. <clears throat> and one more time. Isn't that a great way to start the morning? I usually start my days by hitting this uh, tuning fork with the Lemurian crystal, and it spreads love everywhere. And the cost is just fifty-five dollars. I think there's some shipping involved as well, um, and I can ship outside of the United States as well. If you're more information, just look at, just go to my website, outofthisworldreadings.com, uh, and there's more information there about the tuning fork and about my other trips and and uh, my my books as well. I. Uh, where I, where I live, I live near Seattle, and um, there's a lot of problems here um, uh, created by, the, by some of the people who live here and by the government as well. Um, last month, a couple of weeks ago, the, the legislature passed a new law where they've given the authority, and I'm not making this up, it sounds bizarre, but they've given the authority to school districts. Um, for to, to change the sex of little boys and girls. For if you've got a little girl to change her into a boy or a little boy to change him into a little girl. Um, it's uh, the most bizarre law I've ever seen, <clears throat> but um, there's not a lot of respect for life out here in this state. Um, the government's terrible. Um, It it seems like um, the we have Dominion voting here, which means that we don't really have free and fair elections. And uh, I mean, I could go on for for a while, but I'll I'll give you a little story. Um, People out here, um, some of the many people out here don't have a lot of respect. Um, And I'll give you an example. Um, I was uh, going to a dump where I was taking some, throwing some stuff out. And I looked into the dumpster. It was a public dumpster site for the for the area and there was an American flag somebody had thrown out. And um, I've never seen that before but um, out here um, you know it's kind of it, it, you know they've, they've, uh, they've trashed the Constitution in this state. They, they trash people's rights in this state so why not trash the flag too right? So I know other states uh, people are, are more patriotic um, and have a, a greater love for the country um, and for our our constitution and our in our rights and liberties and freedoms, but out here it's it's a different uh, different drummer out here. So um, <clears throat> anyway, I hope this changes. I know there's a lot of good people out here as well, and um, but there's you just need a few bad apples to uh, to to ruin everything. Um, I um our my next guest will be um, uh, Dr. Michelle Peel, and as I mentioned her name, she's there. Oh. Great timing. (laughs) She's a wonderful lady and I hope you'll enjoy her presentation. We'll be talking about the Ascension. Once again, if you're interested in going to Mount Shasta or any of my spiritual trips, please visit my website, outofthisworldreadings.com and click on Miscellaneous and all the information is there as well as my my mentoring program. I'm gonna bring on Michelle now. And uh, let's see, enter in. Michelle, are you there? Hi, Michelle, nice to see you. Let me give you full screen here so you can see. Here we go. Okay, Um, can you hear me okay? I can. Okay, wonderful. Nice to see you. Good to see you too, Ted. (laughs) How are Are you you today? Oh, I'm fine. Fine, my friend. It's good to see you and good to hear you. Are you fully recuperated from your long trip, by the way? (laughs) I don't think yet, but uh, I I will be soon. (laughs) Okay. Well, if I could get you a cup of coffee and pour it through the computer screen, I'd Yeah,
1: exactly
0: right. Yeah,
1: we've been been all the way up almost to, well, into Wisconsin and then back down to Louisiana. I was up there teaching, so a lot of miles this, this week.
0: Well, you know, it's important you take that drive because somebody's got to support the oil companies. God, they probably yeah, don't like right. making any, any money at all. So, I mean.
1: <laughs> exactly right. I did, <laughs> I did my part.
0: Well, that's good. Well, that's good. Well, you know, as you know, Michelle, we love to talk about the ascension on this program. And I've told people, um, I hope you don't mind, but um, you'll be talking about the ascension, about all the the, the, the changes coming, especially how we move. <clears throat> From a um, uh, a Hertzian frequency of third dimension into a higher scalar energy uh, d- higher dimensional scalar energy um, um, reality uh, where most of the other unit part of the universe is in scalar we're just the Likards here I guess we you know where were we when we were handed when we had out the good stuff I mean we, we missed the boat we missed the handouts where <laughs> we took a left instead of a right I, I don't know but anyway, <clears throat> but um, I know you have a lot to say about that. So,
1: well, I, I think that <clears throat> it was it was most likely to me a timing issue. You know, I look back on my whole life, you know, hearing the angels since I was four, and you know, I've been hearing them talk about it almost my whole life. You know, and and I was like the little kid in the back seat. Are we there yet? You know, when are we going to get there? Are we there yet? You know, we're over. But I, I really feel like this is you know, the time frame that they talked about from the very beginning with me. So I mean I've watched incredible things occur in, in these these classes. Like in in November I guess of last year, you know, they said, Well you're gonna teach cosmic clearings, you know, and I'm going, oh, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> you know? And uh, uh-huh. it's yeah. it's it's amazing how many people have basically allergic reactions to planets, nebulas, quasars, all this kind of stuff, solar flares. and you know we're in the, the 25 uh, or the 25th solar cycle right now and every estimate that they thought was going to happen with solar uh, cycle 25, it is over and above exceeded the, the estimates. And there's no sign of it slowing down, you know, so in these classes, it's been amazing to see how many people, you know, when you start checking, have allergic reactions to the sun itself, much less the the solar flares and the coronal mass ejections and the planets mm -hmm. and all that. It's been truly eye opening, Mm, you know, so that's that's coming, you know, and and if they wanted me to do that, there's a good reason why they wanted me to do that. so that's uh that's the class that i've been teaching of late and each one of those classes it's been amazing you know what the angels have had to say each class you know while it may have the same name the content of each one of those classes is different you know because they'll just take over and they'll they'll go off script in a heartbeat but uh Uh, the last one was incredible i mean you know it's it's just amazing what's what's transpiring Mm
0: -hmm, It's an exciting time this is probably an understatement, but an exciting time to be alive, isn't it? Uh, I, gosh, I, I think so too it, you know yeah, I'm watching right. things
1: that I've never seen happen before.
0: right 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 Well I um, and it's amazing to me um, and I think people are aware of this that how desperate the dark side's getting of all the crazy stuff they're pulling things that you would never have thought that they would do. In Washington State, I just mentioned that uh, um, the legislature, in their wisdom, two weeks ago just gave authority to school districts to to, uh, change the sex of a little girl into a little boy or a little boy into a little girl without parents' um, consent. And I can't think of a more bizarre, satanic, awful thing to do. Um, I was was taking some um, trash out to a local dump here uh, last week. And I looked, it was a Fairly big area. There's a lot of people there. And look, I looked in the bottom of this dumpster. It was kind of a big dumpster, and there was an the American flag somebody had thrown out. And I thought, um, what's the spiritual lesson <clears throat> of that? Is that people don't respect our rights, liberties out here? They trash the Constitution. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I I had problems with that, but.
1: Well, you know, Ted, uh I had a lady who who contacted me. I did a a Zoom for the American Dowsers Association. And just just like what we were just saying, you know, that you know, it's a wonderful time to be alive and and how everything was changing. And this uh, lady sent me an email, you know, basically listing out how horrible things were, you know. And um you know what exactly did I mean by that because it wasn't a part of her reality and I I truly think that's a dimensional thing you know Mm -hmm. uh it it isn't in her reality but it absolutely is in mine you know Mm -hmm. because I I think it's key you know I I think I've said to you before I'll I'll reiterate it because I think it's a it's a very valuable point you know years ago I, I had um a vision, in the vision I was shown a balance sheet and I know just enough of accounting to know what a balance sheet was. And I thought, well, you know, I can figure out how to get expenses on your balance sheet, you know, mistakes equals expenses, what have you. But I didn't know how you got assets on your balance sheet until I was driving to a class in Atlanta, Georgia in March and the weather was just terrible. And we we, uh, had like 10 and 12 wrecks on the way there. And so oh, I was just I was just really praying, you know, that to get us there safely and everything, and right. you know, just was was thanking God the whole way there, you know, that that we had gotten this far. Every re- every wreck we passed, it's a like, well, thank you, you know, Jesus for not letting us get into that problem. Right. And we were almost into Atlanta, yeah. and I heard the angels make this statement that gratitude was the tender of God, you know. So being grateful adds assets to your balance sheet, you know, because tender is another f- word for money, you know, okay, so I, sure, I thought sure. that was super interesting, you know, and I thought, well, that makes absolutely perfect sense. And being grateful doesn't cost you anything, you know, and there's there's plenty for all of us to be grateful for, even if, if things
0: are tough, you still have reasons to be grateful. In in uh, Dr. Omoto's Emoto's research out of Tokyo, he found the most beautiful crystal he could he could make. Uh, Michelle was from the words Love and Gratitude, which was on yeah. this book yeah. here, Love and Gratitude. Yeah. And I believe it. Yeah, yeah, so um, this is from the Immortal Peace Project I work with, and we distribute these little children's books around the world, and it teaches kids um, the most important thing is to treat each other with love and respect, and watch your words and thoughts, too, because they you can create your reality. So, right. I, it's great work he did, you know, but great, gratitude was a very important thing along with with love for Dr. Moore.
1: I believe that and, and you know, I, I think that it what we focus on certainly we give life to, you know, so we have, they say, you know, what you focus on you give life to. Be careful what you focus on that it adds to your life, does not take from your life. Mm-hmm. And, and when all we focus on is the negative, well, guess what's going to grow? You know, mm-hmm. the negative is going to consume us till that's all that we have in our life. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a choice that we make, you know. Mm-hmm. Do you glue yourself to the TV, you know, news every day? You know, right. I don't do that. I don't watch the news. I don't listen to the news. You know, I just, you know, my whole focus is I just pray God's will be done in my life, you know. And I keep moving on. Yeah. You know, if it's something that I need to know, the angels are going to tell me. And you know God is not a respecter of persons, so if that is your desire, I don't see any reason why everyone who's listening to this or listens later on down the road couldn't have the exact same thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I I know we're gonna make it through. The energies feel like they're getting better, don't they? I, do you think we? I think we. I think we've turned a corner, frankly.
1: Well, I do too and you know in the last class amazingly enough, you know, one of the things that we check for is the percent of calcification of the pineal gland. Okay. You know, and the pineal gland really and truly that's that's our our conduit for being able to receive divine inspiration, wisdom and knowledge and and right. uh, guidance. And what was very very interesting about that was it wasn't just about the calcification of the pineal gland. It was also about clearing that out and if you think about one side having a tube and the other side having a tube, that there wasn't just blockage on our side. There was blockage on the other side that, that they cleared out. So some of them had eight, 10, 20% on the other side, basically in in the energetic side. And that was cleared out. And uh, that's the first time they ever offered that option in a class. Uh, so to, to me, that's just another step closer to the ascension project here that we've got going on, well, you know. So the process to me has has made a, another leap, if you ask me on that.
0: You know, the uh, the shots um, the shot program destroys the pineal gland among other things, mm-hmm. and it just shows you. Um, it also causes people to lose their souls and compassion as well, and shuts down all their chakras. So they become like biological automatons. They lose their ability to be human.
1: Well, you know, I, I've looked at quite a few people who have, have had um, the shots and all of that. I, I think there's a lot of things in there that are just sent there to basically destroy God's creation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I uh, I think God will have his way if you ask me. He's pretty good at having his way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I think you're right. And um, Admiral Halosaurus is here now, and and he says that they are helping. They're they're doing things to to reverse it, so that's a good thing, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah,
1: well, you know, I just I, I look at this whole thing, you know, and it's uh to me it's 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 making it so blatant that people will choose, you know. I guess uh I'm gonna say it's been like five or so years ago. All of a sudden, the angels wouldn't sip accept a a nod of the head or a yeah or a no or okay it it was it turned it into you had to say yes or it was a no because uh no answer is an answer of no and you know i saw that so much in this last class you know when you start talking about doing the upgrades in these classes mm-hmm. you know when you come to each individual you know and you would ask them if they were ready and if they didn't say yes i would move to the next person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i wouldn't do it you know so uh, I mean, if you think of it from a a war perspective, and this is spiritual warfare, anybody that doesn't think it is needs to think again, Yeah. you know, if if you're in warfare, you want to shut down the lines of communication, mm-hmm. and so that's why they want to shut down the pineal. It wasn't enough just to calcify it. The body calcified it to protect itself, because right. the body only, only calcifies for one of two reasons, right. either to, to protect or to strengthen. And so, if that is our line of communication with spirit, then you know the body would protect itself so that that wouldn't get damaged. And so, if they couldn't do it that way, then they'll try and destroy it. You know, so they wanted to cut off the lines of communication. That—that's my personal feeling. That's
0: absolutely a warfare tactic. Oh, that is fascinating. Thank you for sharing that. I hadn't realized, but that makes sense actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and if you think I know
1: that I have. I have heard quite a few reports of when we went into Iraq. You know, aside from you know the troops going making a beeline for the museums for artifacts. You know, yeah, right, right. That the the second thing that they did was they went to the water treatment facilities and started putting chemicals in there because they didn't have chemicals in there before. You know, so right away, quick, you want to taint the food, the water, right? Right. So I mean that is and the communications that's that's the order of progression there and you can probably talk to a lot of special forces guys that go in and do these kinds of things and that's the top three on their list communications water and
0: food so we were all told a bunch of lies about the whole thing there was no weapons there were there were no weapons of mass destruction. We weren't there to save the world. We were there for our own selfish interest in getting what we could out of the Iraqi uh, economy and their valuables in the museums.
1: <clears throat> well, you know, I I think we'll probably not know the truth until it's all said and done. And I I think it's different even than that. You know, um, mm-hmm. supposedly there were were artifacts that you know had power to them. You know, some kind of uh, artifacts that that were maybe from Atlantis or somewhere like that, had different capabilities than what we have, perhaps perhaps extraterrestrial. I mean, you know, so that's what
0: they were after. I see, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes you sense. know,
1: everybody wants to have, you know, a, a bit of leverage and, and one-up uh, one the guy before him, you know, that kind of thing. So right. not, not a big surprise that that would happen right and right, and you know it's just like anything else you know pay attention over here so you didn't see what's going on over there i mean that's very common right, little bait right, and switch right. going on and 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 you know the people who you know are very patriotic and and you know they're helping people and they want to help people that that's the guys that i feel sorry for and and not just the guys certainly the armed forces in general you know they they're doing it from a, a clean perspective so you know that that upsets me that they're used as you know pawns in whatever game that's going on because right, right. you know i i remember god telling me it, it was right after 9 11 happened he said don't worry about that you know when satan's done doing what he's going to do i'm going to do what i'm going to do and i'm going to make what he did never happen I you see. know so i i know god's going to correct it that's that's not a concern for my you know for me personally you know but uh I know a lot of people are hurting and and I think a lot of people are afraid and that, that to me, you know, the spirit of fear is probably the most destructive spirit that's out there, even over infirmity and death, because, you know, we've talked about this before, the order of progression on spirits, you know, I will beat that drum forever because, you know, you can't fight infirmity, you know, and the familiar and death spirits, you have to fight the spirit of fear. You know, because when the spirit of fear enters in, he ushers in the spirits of the infirmity, the familiar spirits, the, the mental trauma, chatter, on and on and on and on and on. Those, those, those thoughts in your head that aren't yours, really. And then death. So you can't fight those three. You got to kick the spirit of fear out and the rest got to go out with him. So, you know, all of these things, particularly in the last couple of years, are absolutely grounded in, in the spirit of fear because he wants to keep us all
0: tied up. Hmm. Interesting. So that's
1: that's not surprising to me
0: at all. Interesting. Well, they've really used a lot of fear on us uh, for the past couple of years, but I think people are seeing through him, through that, Michelle, and they're waking up, um, which is a good thing, you know. Right. Yeah, which is a good which is a good thing. So. Um, yeah, I,
1: I think so too. You know, and and I think it I think it really has to just get so blatant that you know even the blind man can see, so to speak you know and and i think a lot of that is is going on right, right you know because again no choice is a choice of no so you know i i keep talking about you know gratitude and 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 trust in god you know we hear a lot about trust the plan well you know i trust god's plan you know he's yeah. got it all worked out from the very beginning you know and so that's that's where i'm i'm uh okay. i'm putting my faith and
0: my trust is in him okay yeah absolutely I'll tell you a funny story a true story too and my friends in Canada probably listeners in Canada probably know about this story I don't know but uh, the CBC out of Toronto showed uh, a picture of a nuclear uh, a bomb going off and they said that the truckers had exploded one <laughs> on one of their nightly newscasts it was about more than a year ago and they called Trudeau on it you said they said you're full of I'm not going to use profanity, but it gets with the S's and Sam. You're full of S. You're full of something. Okay, this is nonsense. And, the, and then they quickly retracted it. They were desperate. <laughs> it was just it's stupid, you know. Uh, what can I say? You know. Anyway, and they showed this bomb going off. I think they had an old footage of Hiroshima, and Nagasaki, and and they showed that as as the as, a, as the truckers were blowing up Canada. Bunch of nonsense. <laughs>
1: well, you know, I think that it's, you know, there's all kinds of science behind like the subliminals and, you know, right. they, we've talked about this before, you know, they've right. had the knowledge of, you know, the effects of different, you know, radio bands and frequencies and what have you, what, what it uh, generates in the brain. I mean so they're absolutely manipulating people with their computer screens their television screens their you know <laughs> their cell phones you know you look at people they they're glued to this cell phone they can't even walk around you know the streets without it being right in front of their faces you
0: know it's just crazy I know I know well look what they've done with the with the fake Joe Biden, I think his last name, I'm not sure, the guy in the CGI screen, I've heard he died actually a couple of years ago, so we have some, so we have like four or, or six different actors with different masks on, and then they have like CGI screens, it's like, um... <laughs> oh God.
1: Well, so I was
0: listening to a, a,
1: a video last night, and they were talking about yeah. that he had done some kind of a, a news, you know, a reporter deal, and, and that... He turned and and his mask was up on the side on his neck or something like that. I did not see that video. I, I did it.
0: see the video. I played it last week, and he was oh, scratching back and his and he lifted his the lifted the latex up, and everybody was saying, "Who in the hell is this? What the hell is this? this is like yeah. a some sort of theater?"
1: Yeah, it's crazy. This
0: is our yeah. president.
1: <laughs> yeah, give me I, a break. Know, I, I think that. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I think I told you when I, I talked to you on the phone the other day when I was in um, when I was in Georgia doing sessions and teaching, you know, the angels kept talking about six months, you know, that and it was a lot. There was a lot of excitement about that time frame. And that's, you know, mid-September, you know, so whatever's coming down the pike, you know, I'm, I I uh, I just know by what they're saying that and how they say it, that it's going to be something really amazing. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm super encouraged. You know, I really don't care what it looks like. You know, the Israelites were backed up to the Red Sea and it looked really bad till it didn't. You know, <laughs> so
0: yeah. At the at the time, you know, when when the negatives are doing their thing, it looks worse than it is actually. Yeah. Yeah. You know, look at well, look I mean, they're old. all about appearances anyway. Right. You know, yeah, So right. Is right. it live or is it
1: mes- memorex? Is it a real thing or or right. is it just a projection? I mean, right. who even knows?
0: Right, right. Uh, there's a topic we discussed the last time you were on, uh, which was um um which was so much fun much fun to talk to you about, was the change in timelines where you saw a flock of birds flying and then poof they were gone. Right, you know, where you saw Joe Biden on the screen on CNN <laughs> one minute and the next minute there was a, a rubber duck sitting there.
1: <laughs> I I did not see that.
0: Okay, well that's another one. Um, but you were out in uh, Oregon, uh, Crater Lake, which is a beautiful lake in Southern Oregon, and the island for what, for the last six million years, as, as before, you know, for as long as you can remember, um, was in one spot in the lake, and then you get there next year or some other time, and it's, who moved my cheese? It was moved somewhere else. Right, so, right. Yeah, so um, anyway, uh, but the timelines, are you still seeing examples of that now?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Uh you know, when I drove to California last was in February and there was a lot of features on the road, which I had gone through there fairly recently, that were different, you know, groves of trees, pistachio trees that were never there before and then they were there, you Mm -hmm. know, and it was old grove. It wasn't like they had just planted them and that kind of thing and, you know, the relationship. Uh, to the border was different. I mean, it was it was very strange. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're not like really subtle things. They're they're pretty pretty mm-hmm. obvious things that are different.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you see a timeline where Joe Biden was actually at the border instead of not being there?
1: Or... I have not seen that one, Ted. Okay, yeah, right. I didn't think there would be that one there, but. <laughs> no, I'm I'm still seeing that. A matter of fact, in the classes, you know, I have them dows for how many timelines they changed in the class because, to me, this this is me personally. Mm-hmm. I think if you make the shift, you know, in a spiritual sense, like one of the things that just just for an example, one of the things that we tested for was my percent of willingness to forgive and forget. So it's not enough just to forgive, you have to also forget, it's, it's, it's a two uh-huh. two phase deal there. Okay. Uh-huh. And, and we, we also tested for the relationship between the brain and the heart, because if the heart is not in it, it's not a matter of if, but when it'll fail. Mm-hmm. So we started testing for how much the heart was in agreement with the head and vice versa. And the people who could not let go and forgive and forget, their brain was in charge and their heart was on the bottom end. Oh, and I see. so the people that had the highest percentage of willingness to forgive, those people were the ones that their heart, not their brain was in charge. I thought that was fascinating. And and I think that's a huge gold nugget right there for people <laughs> to take in and, and uh, not just chew on it, but receive it because, you know, Lack of forgiveness, unforgiveness is that two edge edge sword that cuts going in and cuts going out. I mean, you forgive for you, not for the person who did whatever. You know, right. it's it's so right. that you can you can put down that that ten uh, ton weight.
0: I, I I've heard before from my guides and my angels, Michelle, that if you can't forgive uh, and forget, but mostly forgive to start with and then forget, um, you're not going to ascend. You oh, absolutely stuck. not. You'll stuck. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, there was a statement made a number of years ago that, that said, you know, where you remain tethered is where you'll remain. So if you're tethered in the past and you're tethered into one event, who who even cares what it was anymore, then you're going to be stuck in that timeline until you're willing to forgive and forget. I and see, that was see. one of the things that I, I, I looked in this class, you know, and, and I have them do their own charting. So it wasn't me telling them that you have this and you have that percent. They tested for their own self, and uh, the people who were willing to forgive and forget, those are the people who had the most timeline changes in the class. Because wow. all right, you can uh-huh. check that off. You don't you don't have to go through this again to to see the value of forgiving and forgetting. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to go through this this test to learn about the value of love. I mean, you know, it's it's super interesting when you start looking at that and you put the pieces together. Mm -hmm. That that's all tied into how many timelines you can shift, you know, and so if you think about it it as grades, you know, in school, it's like, well, we can check, you know, first grade off that list, you know, you don't take it again if you passed it. And so I think there's some real interesting correlation in between timeline changes and our willingness to forgive and forget.
0: There's a fellow on my show, or actually who was part of my conference, Michelle, called uh, Samuel Chong. Great guy. He's from Los Angeles. And he wrote a book called. He translated a book called the Theoboa Prophecies. And the Theoboas are benevolence. They said they seeded planet here, and they also claim—and I don't haven't seen any proof—that they invented the Happy Meal as well. I'm just oh kidding. God, Ted! Yeah.
1: You you almost went a whole hour with talking about. We're not talking about Happy Meals. You know, I'm, I'm really impressed.
0: To... <laughs> you're you're getting better. I'm getting better. I have I it, it's it I have gone through uh, courses. I've,
1: I'm praying for you to have a complete and total healing, okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But uh, they said there's nine categories of, of, of planets. The Theobuas are from the ninth category. They're a ninth, a ninth category planet, but we're, we're number one here, getting ready to shift into the second. So, um, but people should keep that in mind. You know, we've been stuck in category one for a very long time yeah very long time
1: well, I absolutely know that you know this big shift started in August of eighteen. you know, so there's been a lot of shifting and changing in that time frame, and you know it's it's done it at such a rate that you know people have the opportunity to choose, you know, but they they've already said, remember we've talked about it there's there's four types of individuals in this deal. The the first one's like, no, I'm out of here. And they'll just have some kind of sickness and they'll just leave by death. And then right. the second one is, you know, they're gonna drag their feet and not go because they're waiting on one person or another, which means I don't wanna go, but I wanna look good <laughs> while I don't go. And those people that just move very slowly and, uh, and do nothing, and then the ones that run, you know? And the ones that run are the ones that are gonna ascend because, you know, remember, no answer is an answer of no, you know, so if you knew that that was the thing it, that it was and you were willing to let go and not be tethered, you'd run.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. You wouldn't let
1: anything stop you.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you well, know, the, as the... the
1: people that I work with, they're all leaders, you know, and I said, you know, you're sitting here turning around, seeing what other people are doing or are they following or whatever. But I said, the minute you stop and you start looking at what other people are doing, you change in from a leader to a looker. Well, they look at you and they go, well, "I don't have to hurry; they're not moving." Mm-hmm. Right, right. We've got to right. keep keep pressing on and going forward. And it's like, "Whoa, we better get
0: moving here." A lot of the children being born today, I've been told, they're star seeds from other other planets, other civilizations, uh, higher dimensions to help us with the ascension and one of the reasons why Fauci uh, and um, the current corrupt government in the United States and elsewhere have been been giving these kids the the shots is that they want to shut them down and kill them um, before they ascend. Um, I don't think it's going to work though and parents should realize especially that all those shots on those those schedules are not good for the kids and it could kill them so um, that's the last thing you want to do I would think you'd want to do so.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I, I think that it's it's very critical that we, we try to be as pure as possible. But mm-hmm. I also think there was a statement that was made by the angels. You know, it's been uh, probably about a year and a half, two years ago now. You know, if the level of Holy Spirit is high enough, everything gets converted back to its pure divine form and can do you no harm. So, mm-hmm. you know, the pressing in, moving forward, you know, Says God grants you the desire, desires of your heart. So I mean, that's that's my desire, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Press in, go higher. You you cannot make a, a better choice.
0: Right, 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 right. Well, it's an exciting time to be alive, and I know we're we're winning, Michelle. And that's why I love having you on because you always have nice positive messages um, to to give people. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I absolutely am looking forward to wonderful things, you know. And we're we're just man, just right around the corner from September, you uh-huh. know. Um, it, it's just super going to be interesting to see where we go from here, you know. I really don't know other than what they have said, you know, and the, the feeling that I get from the September time frame, you know. It's it's going to be amazing, and um, yeah, I think it's unfolding as we speak. You know, mm-hmm. so you know, if I has not seen their ear heard, you know, I, I think I told you here when I talked to you on the phone not too terrible long ago that in the last six months I've heard God tell me three times, don't limit me by what you can think of. You know, so it, he he's a God of making a way where there is no way. So mm-hmm. are we going to know what it's what's going to happen? Are we going to know what it looks like? No. They mm-hmm. said no one alive even knows how this body's supposed to work. So how are we going to guess about it? And the answer is you can't. Mm-hmm. But it's gonna be good, and the only reason why they would say that is if we were gonna see it. Mm-hmm. Right. right. So that's exciting to me, you know. It, you know, as a doctor working with people, you know, I've watched incredible things happening. You mm-hmm. know, the texture of people's flesh is changing. You know, the light behind their eyes is changing. I mean, it, it's it's just it's just an amazing time to be alive. We've said it many many times, and whether you understand it or not, or see it in your life or not, I mean, it is absolutely happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's about perspective too. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you're expecting to see the good things, God's going to show you the good things. Right. Exactly. <clears throat> if you're going to focus on the negative, by golly, let's look at that one too. You know, that's mm-hmm. not where I'm going to go.
0: Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, what? Where do you think we'll be in six months or after September? Um, we, we, it should, should be some pretty good stuff coming to down, don't you think?
1: I, I really think so. I mean, you know, I'm supposed to be back out in, in California uh, teaching a class, and, and right. I want to absolutely go out there to, to capture some, some sounds and energy things that I'm, I'm doing in my practice. And then, uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, I'm going basically coast to coast. I'm out to the west coast in September, and I'm, I'm in Florida right on the, the east coast in October. I mean, mm-hmm. so God's certainly moving me about the cabin. So I'm thinking He's got some big things going on because the last time I went coast to coast like that, big mm-hmm. things happen.
0: Wow, amazing!
1: Yeah, amazing. I'm excited about it. You know, yeah, anytime yeah, I get yeah. a I get a job like that, I'm ready to go. <laughs> uh
0: huh. Great. 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 <laughs>
1: I think it's all gonna be good I mean it it's like birth, you know birth isn't is not usually pretty, but at the end you have the baby, you know, and you forget
0: about all that other business, right exactly, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right, yeah, well, I think it's a great time to be alive, a lot of challenges, but uh things are getting better um the um uh, what, what, do you think there's going to be um what kind of challenges do you think we might face this year, the uh, rest of the year?
1: You know, I I think that it's if I had to just pick one thing that I think is going to be hard for people, I, I think it's going to be the death, You know, because this planet is fully in scalar now. You know, and uh as you continue to go higher in scalar and you attempt, when I say that. Very, very clearly, attempt to stay Hertzian. I, I don't think you'll make it. You'll you'll start aging and dying. And I think also the other thing that's going to be an issue, and I, I this started showing up in my practice as a matter of fact, mm-hmm. where the tests are for a Hertzian individual, and they're not going to be the same kind of test results that you will find in somebody who's scalar. I I had this one lady that they had her convinced she was she was in kidney failure. And I mean, there's no way in the world this woman is in kidney failure, organ failure, or nothing else. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. she's 80 years old, she's playing golf twice a week, feels great, looks great, and you know, they're trying to to start her on dialysis when there's absolutely, you know, there's, if you looked at her, you would never think one thing in the world about her having an organ issue. You know, so I think these tests are going to start really showing negative, you know, or opposite results because they were based on a Hertzian frequency body that just doesn't exist anymore. Interesting. And the same thing is going to be true about the medicines, whether they were natural or otherwise. Michael, years ago, I mean like 30 better years ago now, he said there's going to come a day where no medicine will work, natural or otherwise and when people can move neither left nor right nor forward nor backwards they have to look up in the direction where their two healings come from so you know my practice has never been product based you know because i was told that from the very beginning you know it's everything is about getting the power on if you can get the
0: power mm-hmm. on this body already knows what to do you don't have well, to, tell a, them what to do adama is here he says hello he thanks you for your wonderful work Thank and you, he sir. says in their fifth dimensional civilization there's no disease because they are not in any kind of dis-ease. Right. Because they're in harmony with the planet. I mean that's the whole thing about Dr. Moto living in mm-hmm. peace and harmony, uh, you know, building a, a planet of, of peace and compassion. Um so that's the that's the whole thing. And so that's I think mean, that it all fits basically, you know. Well I think the tissue is changing.
1: You know? really
0: uh-huh. and, and, and okay. as you
1: go higher you know, your tissues going to get lighter and lighter because it's more light rather than something dense like in the 3D realm. Right. You know, mm-hmm. um, they asked me, I guess it's been maybe two years ago now, they said, do you want to know why there's invisible light bands? And I said, well, sure, if you want to tell me. And this is because you're not high enough to see it yet. Mm-hmm. So that says that there's going to be a change within us that we are going to see you know what is in those realms, and they said what is in those realms are angelics and higher you know mm-hmm. so all of these things you know as you go up higher, you're going to find out you know what's really going on you know and I think that uh one of the one of the really exciting things to me that has happened was there was a reagent given called Pathways. And that reagent was d- divinely downloaded to me, and it was about turning on the dormant uh, neural pathways of the brain. And really? when, when I was given that, that reagent, they showed me a picture. Y'all are going to laugh. Uh-huh. You know, you've walked into the frozen food aisle of your grocery store, and as you walk down, the lights turn on. Right. We've all had that experience, you know, and so there's some kind of sensor. So once you get up to that level, the lights start turning on and those programs are already in there. That information is already in there. All you have to do is turn it on because, you know, Michael years ago, he said everything you need is already in there. All you need to do is turn it on. So when we got the the pathways reagent, I look for that to be huge. You know, what is what are the programs? What is the information? You know? I think it's gonna be amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. Didn't the Anunnaki many years ago shut off genetically altered humans on this planet, Michelle, where they turned off a lot of our capabilities in the DNA?
1: Well, you know, whether it was turned off by them or not, I think it's it's kinda of like what we've talked about before. If you're not 42 inches, you can't take this ride. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you haven't reached a level of maturity in your spirit, you know you don't give matches to a two-year-old and then complain they burn the house down i mean you know so it's about choosing to be spiritually grown you right. know because they said many years ago hey you know age does not maturity make you know spiritual maturity is a choice right you know and right. there's a lot of people that aren't right. choosing that and a lot of people that are you know so that's not my job you know everybody has the free will to choose as, as they desire
0: During the last century, I'm told that the reptilians gave um, the Germans, the Americans, and the Japanese, too, atomic technology so that we would blow ourselves up. They did that intentionally. Um, And and we've we've come close to do it, Um, and um, well, good job, Don, thank you. Um, um, Anyway, um, uh, but they they, they came close. But it forced us, in a good way, to demand the end of nuclear um, uh, power and weapons at the end of the 80s and the 90s as well. And even though the negatives now are trying to get another war going, I don't think it's going to be successful. Well, the Galactics have said, the Plutonians have said, if we, if we were, if the U.S. were to fire a, a, a nuclear missile at Russia or they were to file it at us, they would shut it down, disable it, so we couldn't blow up the planet. That Those days are over with. Or they're I not going to let us destroy ourselves that
1: way. I, I don't yeah. think so either. No. I, I think, you know, as we go higher, it, it's going to be more and more apparent, really and truly, how far we fell. And if that doesn't <laughs> cause you to be in gratitude, I don't know what will. When you go, man, I'm I'm glad I'm not there anymore. Thank you, Jesus, for that. You know, uh-huh. so a- absolutely know that that things are changing. You know, just, just keeping in that state of gratitude, I think, is the key to this whole deal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, if your eyes open this morning, you can at least be grateful for that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there, there are some, uh, some medical, some scientists out there, um, and specialists that see the changes in blood work as too. The Bigelson brothers, um, they're out. I think they're out in Tijuana now. I'm not sure, but they do great work. Um, have you done anything in, in blood work, or in, saw the saw the changes in in scalar? people's um oh there's
1: no doubt I mean you know uh, you I have all kinds of blood samples that I've taken from horses that I work with and that kind of thing and you you can also see the crystalline structures showing up in horse and cattle and all of this I mean you know you're seeing the crystalline structures show up in the blood I think that the reason why it's probably not talked about that much is one they don't want to have the stigma of talking outside of the box so to speak And two, I think a lot of times, the blood isn't looked at by human eyes anymore. It's run through a computer program, and that that computer program and and all of that machine is only as good as the program. You know, so if that's not what it's looking for, it's never going to uh, tell you that it's even there. Yeah, right. But I I have video of, of, of the crystalline structures showing up in the blood. You can watch it form. You know, I have a microscope that, that videos, you know, and it's sent to the computer and just absolutely watch it grow under the slide. You know, no special whatever, just a drop of blood and a glass cover over the slide. Sitting there watching it, it change and grow and the colors are just incredibly like cathedral glass kind of colors. It, it's really? phenomenal oh. how oh. beautiful it is. You know, you wouldn't think that blood was beautiful, but... It really is. The colors, the golds, the greens, the reds, the burgundies. I mean, it's just incredible. Wow. You'll wow. see stuff that sh- looks like selenite that, that's showing up. I've seen shards of like sapphire blue
0: crystals showing really? up in the mud. Really? It, wow. It's
1: just amazing.
0: Wow, wow, that's amazing. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just incredible wow. stuff, wow. you know, and I guess I started looking, uh, they had me start looking at blood just right after Laura, Hurricane Laura, and so it's coming up on three years now that I've been looking right. at that, right. and I've looked at I've looked at samples of uh, sap out of plants, and the same thing is showing up in the, the plants, this crystalline structure. So it's not just you know, the biologics, it's it's the plant life as well that is making these shifts and changes. So it, it has to be the increase in scalar energy. It's it's being reformatted to where, the way it was in the beginning. You know, and there was a statement made years ago to me and it says, as it was in the beginning, so shall it be in the end. Mm-hmm. So if all these things are changing, we must be getting pretty glo- close to some kind of critical mass.
0: Well, let me ask an obvious question. Um, this fake government um, is pushing now for our meats, cattle,, um, pigs, chickens especially, to be vac- to be uh, t- taken the shot program. So the meats now, even if you not didn't take the shot, they're forcing you to get it basically. and they don't tell anybody. Biden th- says or whoever Biden is, I think it's CGI, um, says that um, the, the shots themselves are organic so they don't need to be marked. And if you've got organic food, otherwise it's okay. They don't need to tell you. I mean, it's just it's just, it's you know it's more of a, from a bad government getting worse. Um, but is this is this their last desperate attempt to try to control us with this poison? Well, um, you I mean, know,
1: I, I I wanted to I am surprised I didn't think of it, but I, I want to tell you in in the last class I got a reagent called a perfect proton, and. Mm-hmm. I, they had woken me up at like 4 o'clock in the morning. This was the, the Sunday, which was the last day of class. They woke me up at 4 o'clock talking to me about antiprotons, and I'm going, okay, you know, I'm not a rocket scientist. I'm not Albert Einstein. You know, what are y'all talking about?
0: <laughs> and Albert's said, here today. He's listening. So Yeah, I right. mean,
1: you know, we, we need Albert to, to, to jump in here on antiprotons, but one of the things that they talked about was that the protons that were coming in got altered when they had that radiation you know that they put in there and of course the chemtrail and that that also skews the light as it came in and so anyway what they did was they gave me a reagent called perfect pro uh, protons and mm-hmm. so protons are absolutely linked to how we age or how we don't age and how our bodies heal and don't heal so that was one of the reagents that was given in that that class and everybody who was checking their overall energy it, it boosted it like crazy, yeah. you know? So that was one of the ones that, that came in. Well, just as, as luck would have it, so to speak, there was a guy there that, that did uh, Holsteins, milk cows. And so he he made uh, a living by buying, you know, of course, when, when the, the Holstein or the milk cow has the baby, they take the baby right away because they just want the milk. They don't want to deal with the, the calf. And so he buys these calves and he feeds them up and sells them. Well, what he started finding out was the, these, these cattle just weren't thriving at all. And we've had all kinds of issues with the grain systems being contaminated in the United States. I don't know if it's the same thing you know, anywhere else. But yeah. anyway, we started checking his cattle. Mm-hmm. And when we did the, the perfect proton, he called home and his cows were, were doing good and he left and they were having problems. Matter of fact, he brought all kinds of pictures for me to look at and test, you know, to see what I thought we could do because I do a lot of livestock and agricultural projects. And so he called home and they were all doing fine. So the biggest thing we did was balance the, the polarity, getting from negative to positive polarity, which makes you stay in scalar. And then the, the positive or my perfect proton corrected the antiprotons. And made them good protons. So I thought that was super interesting. You know, so that was something you know information that was released in that class as well. And I think that's going to be true across the board.
0: The other thing too, uh, from a spiritual perspective, Michelle, these calves when they were separated from their mothers, maybe they felt that they were unloved, and they weren't thriving because they weren't getting the love. Now, you know, if if you know the fellow who who got these calves, if he gave them more love, maybe. You know, treated you know, gave them more love and told them that that could have an effect in a good way.
1: Well, making that change, they all all the cattle were well when he got home, and he called to see if they were doing better, and they were fine. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. You know,
1: there there was a reagent that was given to us by the angels in March, and it was uh, it was the angelic prayer, and I thought, well, okay, that's the angelic prayer. You know, what does that even mean, and um. It was about I guess two weeks later they started talking about what that was in what what that was about. And it has to do with being able to receive the love of God better. You know, really? and I said it wow. many, many times. I said, What doesn't change when God shows up? And the answer is everything
0: changes when
1: God wow. shows
0: up. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah,
1: yeah you know, and so. so if I had to pick one thing, you know, in my practice that people uh-huh. have issues with, it's uh-huh. unworthiness. I mean, you know, so something about this angelic prayer. Helps you deal with unworthiness, you know. Hmm. So if that's the thing that stands in your way, well, guess what? You don't have it after that. <laughs>
0: do you have the prayer? Would you like to share it? No.
1: Oh, I have all of the new ones. As a matter of fact, I loaded up the bowl with that intention in mind today. Oh, okay, wonderful. If wonderful. and you're ready. Um. Yeah. Let's do it. Share all right. Ready. Very good. So I always tell people: feet on the floor, nice breaths in the nose, out the mouth.
0: Nice. Is that for the for the for the self awareness or the the, the um, uplifting? Or, or what was that for? Was that was a, a combination of different things? That's that pathways to
1: activate the uh, neural pathways in the brain. Oh, nice. I, I did several things: the my perfect fractal, my perfect metabolism, my perfect protein or proton rather. Everything that was new. That's that's what I gave y'all.
0: Oh, wow, that's great. I, I am getting a message right now. Wait a minute, it's the winning lottery numbers for Monday. I'm um, no, just kidding, but no, I, it it does make you feel better. That's great. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah I made sure you had all the latest and greatest, Ted.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. Yeah, Thank it's you. my pleasure. <laughs>
1: We're all sent here to help. We all all can help if we just choose to help. You know, it's it's pretty easy. I I go back often to, you know, one of the statements they made uh, years ago about the different colored robes in heaven. You know, everybody has a different colored robe. And when you walk up to somebody, you you know by the color of their robe, whether they're your teacher or your student. And so whenever you learn something, you know, the color of your robe changes automatically so that the next person you meet, you know whether you're the student or they're the teacher. So right. I always go back to that. You know, we're, everybody is a servant in heaven. You know, they said, might as well get used to it.
0: <laughs> uh huh. Wonderful, wow. So it's
1: all about helping each other. I'm big wow. on
0: that. Yeah, we're changing from service to self to service to others, I think, as yeah. we go into the higher dimensions. That's all All what it's about, isn't it? Based upon love, yeah.
1: Yeah, but you know, here's, here's the, the thing that you gotta be careful about. You know, service to others has to include you. I, I, I can't tell you how many healers that I've watched, you know, just run themselves into the ground, you know. And it isn't about ego, you know, it's about, you know, recognizing that, that, that we need the same things that everybody else does. And, and it's not about sacrificing ourselves so others can live. It, it's about showing an, an exampling a balanced way of living. Mm-hmm. you know and and that helps people probably more so than anything else we could do
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: because we haven't had yeah, a yeah. whole lot of examples of that
0: right exactly exactly yeah
1: because it's it's not about about showing people how to how to die it's about mm-hmm. showing people how to live
0: right exactly exactly
1: you know but look at how many you know, video games and how many movies, you know, honor death, you know, die well. Yes, okay. How about if we just live well? <laughs>
0: I'm all that's about a, wanting a, to
1: live well and an and example a, that, you know? That's a Life that's a really death. good
0: idea to live yeah, well. Yeah. Exactly. Drink to that. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, amazing. it's like that pick your poison. I don't want to pick any poison, okay? <laughs>
0: yeah, right. <laughs> Those are not
1: my only two options, right? <laughs>
0: When do you think these, these changes are going to be um, exhibited in the political field with uh, new leaders?
1: I, I think that we're not that far because okay. you know as the higher you go, the less foolishness that, that can exist in those those uh, bands. I mean, right. you know so at some right. point, it, it's I'm not even sure it's going to be a distant memory. I think it may be just that you just don't know it ever existed at all. I see. hmm You know, that's the beauty of timeline changes. You know, it just never happened there. You know, uh-huh. and I was uh, I was talking to somebody in the class here uh, over the last weekend, and um, a friend of mine had gotten a, a message. You know that uh, you know he he was wanting to you know he's upset. I think we've talked about this before. He was upset because of how the election turned all out, and you know, which and, which one? Well, the the, <laughs> the bad, Trump man. Biden, yeah. And oh, yeah. so, um, he wanted to know what the angels had to say about it. And before I could say or do anything, they said, you know, in years to come, you're going to tell people that you were there when it happened and you saw it with your own two eyes. You know, and there was a great love, level of excitement. And, you know, fast forward about a year, he had a, a, a very massive heart attack. And they called me, and he was on the floor, you know, and... and. uh Basically wanted to know if he was going to die and I said you are not going to die You know, you got a prophecy in years to come that you were going to see this big thing You know, so I know you're not going to die. I said, you know, but you've already got the prophecies So don't let that get in there. You know, don't make that a self-fulfilled prophecy. So You know, I uh, I was teaching over the weekend and they brought that up and they made an addendum to that and because he was willing to let go of the idea of death and decided to choose life, he switched out of the timeline that he would have died in. Really? Wow. Okay. And okay. that's why he didn't die. Mm-hmm. He he was given an opportunity to choose, and he chose, you know, wisely. You know, so that's when you start seeing these timeline shifts, no different than the people who are willing to let go of of uh, unforgiveness and choose to forgive and forget, and choose love and go higher, those people changed the most number of timelines of anybody in the class. I mean, it was really fascinating when you start looking at
0: it. Wow, wow. One of the things that I've noticed in some of my clients, they've seen a doctor, or a relative seen a doctor, and the the doctor's well-meaning, or the healthcare practitioner, but what they'll say, well, you've only got a month to live, or six months, and guess what, after they tell them that, they die after a month or six months. So it's very dangerous to tell people that, Even if it's true, because you can change the timeline yourself and and heal yourself and survive it and thrive. So it's a very dangerous thing. I wish more healthcare practitioners would realize that, that the words are are powerful and they can kill people or help people. Well,
1: exactly right. There's life and death in the tongue, you know, and I'm a huge believer in the power of agreement, you know, because any two people touching any one thing, you go to the doctor and he tells you that. (coughs) <coughs> and you, you get into agreement with him, well, you know, then the universe sets about trying to make that happen for you. Mm-hmm. You know, right. so I always tell people, I said, why would you get into agreement with somebody who's talking death to you, and I'm I'm trying to get you to into agreement to live. I'm right. all about choosing life, because he said right. he came here to bring us life and life more abundantly. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm always talking about life. Mm-hmm. Choosing life.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. Beat the heck out of death last I checked. Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> well, the nice thing is that I I see you're, you're really expanding your work. You're busy now, but you're gonna, even going to get busier um, um, in, in the future. I really see that happening, and I see some books coming out for you too. <laughs> yeah. Well, you
1: know the thing about books, I, I don't write a book unless he tells me to write something down, but I'm I'm just curious how that's really going to happen, because when strong anointing comes on me in the last six months, this has made a change. I can neither read nor write when I get ever, under heavy anointing. I don't have the ability to read or write anymore, so if, if the only time I've written in the past was under anointing, so somebody else is going to have to write it down. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. <laughs> <Funny>. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know
1: how that's going to work, but if God wants it, it'll happen. <laughs> mm. Mm. Maybe he'll maybe he'll send me a scribe. You never know.
0: <laughs> let's let's turn to the children for a moment. The new ones being born now, and um, I think parents have to be very careful not to follow um, the guidelines that have been issued because the guidelines are there to hurt these kids, kill them, hurt them. We don't have a benevolent government. We don't even have a genuine government. So uh, I mean, um, but I, I I know they're from. What I've been told they they're they're, they're star seed children they're from somewhere else and they're here to help us to raise our consciousness well, that's what I've been told so for parents out there with young children um, it must be an amazing experience right now to have kids like that so
1: well you know too Ted you know you're talking about little kids but you know you look I, I all I work on are spiritual leaders you know those are the only people that get on my table and right. those people Probably ninety-five or better percent. Those those people were born grown, and their bodies had to just catch up to them. Oh, so really? You, yeah, absolutely. Okay. You know, so you've got you've got people who are in their late sixties, early seventies that absolutely were the children of the Blue Ray or the Star Seeds, whatever. But they were born grown. You know, so it's not just the little kids. You probably have at least four or five generations now that were absolutely sent here for this time frame. So. Wow. You know, you think about it in layers, mm-hmm. you know, God's covering every every single layer, you know, so it isn't just the little kids, you know, I uh, always go back to the Daniel prophecy, you know, that old people will dream dreams and the young people will prophesy, which is why, you know, the dark forces went after the old and, and the and the children, you know, so uh, everything is biblical and everything is scriptural. So, you know, mm-hmm. I look at that and, and it's absolutely what's going on, no doubt about it. But that's all right. Read the end, we win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Not a problem. Yeah. Well, I, it's an exciting time, and I know things are going to get better for us, Michelle. are you working on by the way I know you're always busy
1: uh yeah well spring is always busy you know one of the things that that I've worked on and and now with the the fellow that uh that uh started working with the the milk cows on one of the things that I thought about you know and it came from my rice project you know and I asked my guy you know what was the perfect rice and he said toro rice and so I made a reagent out of Toro rice and it's an heirloom seed and I broadcast it back to the rice and it takes on all the characteristics of the heirloom seed from the the shape of it the height of it the whole nine yards and so I I took that same philosophy and I'm going to apply it to the cattle you know because the the Holstein cattle I think came out of Germany I have I haven't had a chance to research it but there's gonna be a picture of one somewhere that I can take and utilize.
0: Hmm. And so how does that work? You use your equipment and you broadcast a picture <clears throat> of hosting cattle, let's say that's healthy. Um and Well, then...
1: I think it's it's more than that. I think that those those cattle have been manipulated, mm-hmm. whether by shots or, you know, broadcast. I mean, who even knows where it came from? Who cares? You right. know, if if you can get a, a viable sample that was not contaminated, like a picture from, you know, a hundred years ago, there's going to be a picture somewhere, and you could broadcast that back to the Holsteins, then they would take on that that imprint. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, so I'm I'm going to take that same philosophy of 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 changing the hybrid rice into changing the hybrid cattle.
0: Could you take a uh, hybrid corn? that Monsanto's poisoned with GMO and get that back to what it was naturally supposed to be? Of course. Of course. That'd be great.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, we've got a tremendous amount of of samples that we could get out of South America. I mean, you look in Peru, what are they? I don't know how many varieties of corn they have down there. Yeah. Probably just as many potatoes. You know, they have so many varieties of potatoes down there. But there are heirloom seeds that you could absolutely take and correct that. I mean, yeah. in a heartbeat.
0: Uh huh. Wow. Cool. I've
1: watched that happen. And the year that that we started doing that, had we had rice that was 42 inches, we'd have lost it in in the floods. I mean, we got 28 inches of water in two days. There was no place to pump the ponds out, you know. So they would have gone underwater. And while rice doesn't mind being in water. It can't survive being underwater, and I so see. because the the rice was 52 to 60 inches tall, it was still had it still had a head out of the water and oh, and wow. they were able to harvest the whole crop where a lot of people didn't. You know, they had the hybrid rice and it was 40 to 42 inches and it just went under.
0: I see. Now, if if we could explain something to my listeners, and this it's really cool concept, but you'll take like. Um, like the the vibrations of a of a picture of an old Holstein cow from a hundred years ago, or um, um, like the, like the rice, okay, an heirloom rice that hasn't been hybridized, and then how do you get the vibrations? Do your does your instruments uh, measure the the vibrations of the picture, and then you broadcast it like right, a radio the, the signal? The
1: pictures the pictures capture the bioresonance. And so okay. basically, what you're doing in, in the Radionics instruments, they broadcast in scalar, you know. So just, just truly, just broadcasting in scalar benefits a whole lot of things, you know, because uh-huh. you get it out of the realm where the diseases and the troubles even, even can exist, you know. So my whole point is to get, get the individual or get the the crop scalar, and a lot of the problems just absolutely cease to exist.
0: Hmm. That is but it absolutely
1: can be done with, with a radionics instrument.
0: So let's say you're taking GMO corn, which is a big problem now because most of the corn in the United States now is uh, is GMO. And you know why the the monarchs are disappearing? Is because they've the GMO corn in Monsanto they've wiped out all the milkweed in the Midwest. So they don't have anything to eat anymore. And it's from the GMO corn, that, that whole roundup pesticide thing. So it, let's say you take um the 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 bioessence of of natural corn, high, high, heirloom corn, and then you broadcast it like a radio signal to the corn, is that right? Okay. And that's then the great. plants pick that up and then they 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 like it. They get attracted to it cuz that's what they came from, right? And so they slowly start to change back to what they were originally. Is is that correct? Well, it it, it,
1: it won't happen slowly. It happens pretty quick actually.
0: Really? Okay. Okay. Does it happen when they germinate again, um, and and have new a new crop, or does it happen you while know, they're I, growing?
1: I don't know that because you know I broadcast every year, so you know we I didn't because they get new seed every year, so you have to broadcast to that new seed.
0: I see. Okay.
1: So we we haven't uh, tested that out because you know it just hasn't been an option, you know, because they do get
0: new seed every year, so you would have to broadcast every year. Do you um, trying to understand it? Is it like a, a radio wave where you have dials where you pick like pick a frequency? Absolutely. I see. And then um, can you direct it to a, a crop and a location or Absolutely. a geographic? Absolutely. Okay, I see.
1: Okay. Yeah, you go out and you know I take drone shots of the the agricultural acres that I work with, and you just broadcast to that particular amount of acreage. I see. Interesting. If I'd have known we were going to go here, I would have have brought up the picture. I have a great picture that I took in in January here where you can see where my guy's field over here is green. And then there's a road, and there's the other guy that's like 80, 90 feet apart, and everything over here is dead. Well, I'm broadcasting over here, and it's green, and it's January. It, It doesn't get any more blatant than that.
0: Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah, it's, that's it's amazing. Just amazing. Yeah, that's amazing, Michelle. Yeah, wow.
1: Absolutely. Wow. And wow. the crawfish, you know, of course, the alternate rice crawfish, you know, uh one season it'll be rice, the next season the rice will become the crawfish ponds. And now the crawfish are taking on blue tint almost kinda like lobsters. It's it's quite interesting, you know, when you get their resonance up. I think we're gonna actually see what they were supposed to be, not what they've become because of the toxicity or what have you. I think, you know, they're going to start being who they were supposed to be from the beginning.
0: Well, that'll be especially true as we go into the higher dimensions.
1: The I rice so. will still
0: grow and the corn will grow in the fifth dimension, but they will go back to what their natural heirloom state was and not I think the so too. Frankenstein food. Okay. Right, right. Okay. What, what about people who've taken the shots? Will, will, will the Frankenstein technology that's been put into them, will they, did that be taken out as well when they go into the higher dimensions?
1: Well, I don't see how it can't be, you I know, see. you know, I think that if those things don't exist in those upper, upper dimensions, right. the minute you choose to go higher, it, right. it's almost right. like you'd go through a filter and you come out the other side and the things that didn't belong had to stay down
0: here in 3D. Interesting.
1: Okay. Yeah. That yeah. I, I think that's exactly how, how it's going to go. You're just going to, okay. it's just going to filter out and it just, it can't enter in.
0: Okay. So the cooties will be taken out then
1: absolutely no cooties allowed
0: <laughs> well that's a beautiful thought actually that is yeah, I, really I don't it.
1: think it's a thought I mean they've certainly talked about it enough times you know uh-huh. so uh-huh. you know I don't give any authority to spirits of of infirmity at all you know people through the the whole COVID thing well you know maybe I'll give you and I said you can't give me your spirit of infirmity because I'm not gonna take it I don't want anything to do with it right Right. You know, when, when people start really realizing, and here's the thing, you know, it's like, you know, to me, it's not about the viruses or bacteria or whatever. You're talking about spiritual warfare, you right. know, and, and, and what was the number one factor of, of all the COVID stuff? It was fear, and if fear, right. in the order of progression of right. spirits, exactly, ushers in the spirit of the infirmity, then really, in Chile, the, right. the the main thing that we got to deal with is kicking the spirit of fear out. He mm-hmm. doesn't have any authority. You don't give him, so don't give him any. Right. Well, that's all we've had for the
0: past couple of years is fear. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, that's all we've had, and it's nice because you don't give fear. Mm-mm. No,
1: you give I'm not fear having... and
0: hope and positivity, which is yeah,
1: key. yeah. Well, that's why I told my gal that uh, that they scared her half to death. She's on the phone. I was up in Wisconsin and and uh, teaching, and I called her back, and she's on the phone crying. I said, oh, we ain't having that. We're just not having that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I don't believe that for nothing. And, you know, truly, come on. You're the best judge of, of what's going on in your body anyhow. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't need a test to tell me what's going on you know i live here i know what it feels like and i know if there's something not going right you know but i right. I'm sure know when it is going right
0: right right mm-hmm. 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 So, so you so- know
1: i just encouraged her and before it was over with you know validated her and and right. life was good again
0: right right who who inspired you to first to go on this path i'm just curious was there one event that happened to you when you were younger, Michelle, or one thing? I, I was curious to ask how people ended up doing what they're doing.
1: Well, you know, I was i was four years old when when I first started hearing the Angels and there was a, a black rattlesnake that, uh, there's no such thing really as a black rattlesnake, but it was a black rattlesnake that, that coiled up was, oh, I guess, two and a half feet off the ground and big old head like that and my grandmother wanted to know what was making the racket and, you know, like a little kid will squat down and, and hold her knees and I pointed at it and I said, well, Granny, this is what's what's making that noise. Well, she liked to have a heart attack, you know, and she grabbed me up, threw me out the door. I'm bawling and squalling because I didn't know what I'd done wrong. And you know, long story short, you know, they killed it. It was like 10 feet long. and. Twenty-one rattles in a button, and, and Michael came yeah. to me after that, and he says, well, if they're going to continue to try and kill you, we're going to have to start training you. And so I was four years old. Oh, my goodness. Wow. So they obviously had been trying to kill me, you know, but uh, well, uh-huh. that was the first I heard of, you know, well, if they're going to continue to try and kill you, then we need to start training you. So <laughs> I, I've, I've been in training since I was four, and I'll be 67 this year. so Oh, boy. Been, been doing it a while.
0: <laughs> wow! Wow! Well, you, and, know, you know,
1: when I was a little girl, you know, the demons used to hover over my bed at night. And Michael said, "Laugh at them; they hate that." And I uh-huh. would laugh, and they would duck their head and leave. You know, so I've 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 done that with people for bo- most of my life. I said, "Man, they they hate when you
0: make fun of them." Well, you know, the funny thing is that my Plebeian friends have told me that as you spiritually progress, the aging clock actually stops and then reverses. Exactly. And you, for example, about look about thirty years, at least thirty years younger. So
1: Well, thank you, Ted. <laughs> yeah, so, so. I, I you know, I know as we go higher, you know, this flesh is going to get enlivened and yeah. it, you, you just won't age. You know, you turn the right. clock back. Every time I've seen into heaven, everybody either they're little bitty kids or they're in their thirties. I've never seen anybody old in heaven, and I've seen heaven, I guess, about four or five times. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. so I I know that that's how it's going to work you know and if you you couple that with them saying nobody alive knows how this body's supposed to work and they wouldn't say it unless we were going to see it so I I think that you know as you go forward and you keep pressing and you keep staying positive you still stay in gratitude God's got it all going on it's it's going to be amazing
0: I really know that to be true I don't think it I don't hope it or believe it I know it's true um, I was going to talk about this at the end of the hour, but I'll go ahead and mention it now. It was day before yesterday, and I was early in the morning, and um, President Jefferson came in, Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, um, John Quincy Adams, Abraham Lincoln, and John F. Kennedy came, and my guides, Archangel Michael, came as well, and they took me on a little trip, and they um, I have never felt freer. I went in the astral plane in the higher dimensions and and they said this is this is why the US was established for freedom and we're going to give you a taste of freedom this morning and i went soaring everywhere and i came back and i thought oh my god so this is this is why the US is special we have our problems i know we do and we're not perfect however um that's the purpose of all of this as a light beacon for the rest of the world and the rest of this universe too um, and it's such a shame I've seen all the bad stuff happening, going on. But we've got to all remain strong, they said, and know that you're on the right track and inspire people to do their best to create a better world. So that's what I've been doing now for 10 years. But uh, anyway, it was amazing experience. experiences. Uh, they, they gave me quite a bit of information, too, and downloaded a lot of stuff. So I just uh, I, can't, I can't tell you how how much fun that was. I felt just soaring. And it was a place I didn't want to come back, but I did. Here I am. But Right. <laughs> anyway. Well,
1: you know, I've, I've said it many, many times. You know, we are not our leaders. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the American people, and really and truly, the people of the planet, most people are really good people. Yeah, they, are. Yeah, they, they are. They have leaders that, that have been co-opted, corrupted, or whatever. Right but the people themselves are are typically very good people no most people don't wake up in the morning going "Woo, watch me i'm going to screw up good today
0: you know they, <laughs>
1: they really don't you know i yeah, i right. know that that's the truth so you know i'm not my leaders and the leaders are certainly not me and so that's i think where our our uh, real blessing and gifts are going to come from is when people start standing up and binding together and helping one another I think it it can just absolutely transform the planet. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that uh, I noticed, I was with a friend of mine up in Wisconsin and we had gone into a restaurant and there was a group of older gentlemen. They had to be, I think probably the youngest one there was in their seventies and then it went from there. And I was talking to him and I said, you look at that. I said, this is the last generation that didn't have cell phones and computers and all of that. They knew the value of fellowship. Right. And so mm-hmm. in this class we had meet and greets and we ate together and we yeah. spent time nice. together because I think that's the piece that people are missing. And I also think that COVID taught them that because they didn't have it during COVID and then they realized that that fellowship really had a value that they hadn't, hadn't considered.
0: Yeah. It's true. It does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: But I'm big on fellowship. Mm-hmm. Fellowship is highly underrated and it's so valuable.
0: Right, right, right. Well, the, the out here the Scandemic shut down all these different uh, spiritual fairs and, and metaphysical events and even now it's still difficult to have anything out here. But that's here. You know, Other where you are I think it's more free. Um,
1: well, I don't know. I mean, you know, I've taught now twice in Wisconsin, once in January, once in, in April and then they're talking about bringing me to the West Coast in September you know, and the same thing October in Florida. So I think it's changing, you know, I really do. I mean, otherwise they they couldn't have it, you know, but uh, I've been asked, you know, whether I'd teach that class online and I told them no. Mm -hmm. You know, it's important to do it in person. It's also important to separate yourself, you know, and spend a few days away from home, you know, so that you can concentrate and and give yourself that, that two day time to make that kind of shift because we make huge shifts. And if you go to a class and then you go home, you go back into doing your one, two, threes and you get out of that mode and you have to start all over again, where when you right. separate yourself, you can stay right. in that mode and, and get somewhere.
0: Right. That's true. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I agree. In was- Zoom, that doesn't happen. I mean, you know, you're going to stop from here and then you're going to go cook supper. Or you're going to wash clothes or you're going to go to the mall. I mean, you just, right. you can't stay
0: the course when you're doing Zoom. You're still in that same frequency of being at home, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: You got to separate yourself to make that work. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And you got to well, dedicate that's... that time, which that doesn't happen
0: in a Zoom environment. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, you can only do so many things by computer and online. A-
1: exactly time. right. You know, you can talk yeah. to a friend on the West Coast.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs>
1: We can do that real good.
0: Yeah, we can do that really well. Yeah, Yeah, Uh exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You can
1: talk to somebody in Austria or in in Australia, whatever, I mean, I do that too. You know, but the the classes, I do them in person. Yeah,
0: that's that's true. That's true. And you
1: know, it would certainly be a whole lot easier for me, you know, if I didn't drive 2,000 miles one way, you know, that's nice too. But uh, the value of it is there. And I'm willing to make the drive because the value is there. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And besides that, the oil companies need the money, oil car companies. They do. And what better way to support them? than
1: <laughs> <laughs> Until until we get our little hover cars or whatever, I mean, we still have to do, do the drill, huh?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I keep asking my Galactic friends if they had a, a, a service I could rent one. Not yeah yet. exactly
1: i would love for the pleiadians to transport me to my next class that'd be divine you know
0: <laughs> uh not this year at two years uh, i
1: i like, mean the years. two and a half day drive that that's something man i'll tell you
0: <laughs> yeah well you can travel astrally i mean that's what i did a couple of days ago in the morning i traveled a lot of places astrally but it's, it,
1: it's hard to teach that class in an astral body
0: <laughs> right right <laughs>
1: you, you gotta show up you gotta show right, up right <laughs> right right
0: right um uh, Michelle I'm I'm um, I was gonna ask you if somebody came up to you on the street and said uh, how can I make this world a better place what would you say to them exactly
1: well you know I I think it's all gonna come back to exactly what we said you know mm-hmm. what what can I do for you how can I help you you know right. okay. I, I tell you what I don't think it's about words. I really don't. I mean, if, if the anointing is on you and, and that, that spirit of forgiveness, the spirit of gratitude, it doesn't matter what you're talking about. That anointing will roll on every word that, that you're saying and it'll just it'll just become who you are, know what you do and say. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can talk, to, talk tools, trucks and trailers and if the anointing is on, it doesn't matter, it'll still wash over them. You know, that's how you make a change in this world. You be the change you wanna see.
0: I know that sounds corny, but it is true. No, well, Mahatma Gandhi said that back in the, in the when he was alive. He said that, be the change you w- wish to see in the world. Mm-hmm. And I think that's right, you know, if everybody were to make that change. And 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 he said, you know, regarding changing the world to make it a better place, you know, he said he was only one person, yeah. but he was able to make the world dif- a big difference. Yeah. John F. Kennedy, same thing, right. Robert F. Kennedy, right. and, you know, um, uh, all of, all of these great people all made a difference, you know. They all made a difference. Well, you
1: know, I, I've said it many times, living right makes a huge impact. I mean, it just does.
0: Right, right. it does, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And, it, you know, it may not be something you ever see, but everywhere you go, if you try to do, you know, and live the right way, be in that right mind, right. you know, it isn't about seeing the change. It's about right. being the change.
0: Right. Right, exactly. Well, that's that's a good thing. And it doesn't start outside of you it starts within you right absolutely starts right here in your heart that's absolutely true yeah Yeah. that's right that's right
1: and when the heart is in charge you know then that that makes a whole nother ball of wax you know just like what i was saying earlier the people Uh who the brain was in charge as opposed to the heart those were the people that didn't let go of anything i mean they would eat a dead horse to death and again and change his feet you know but when you look in that class i looked at all of them and it was very very interesting when you started looking at the numbers that they got i didn't get them they got them and uh i think they were actually quite proud that their brains were in charge you know and not even realizing that that was really not a good thing you know it isn't that you throw your brain away you know you get you get your brain in balance with with the heart Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and your life just changes.
0: Yeah. Well, know, well, all these
1: people that are just living in, in in fear, I mean, they have no right. peace. Right. And right. that's because the brain is going off on a merry little tangent forever and ever on that hamster wheel.
0: Right, you know? right, right. Um, Michelle, would you mind, if you don't mind, I, I need to grab something real quick. If you wouldn't mind talking about the heart brain um dichotomy, and I'll be sure. right back just to, f- to fill the time. I've just, just got to grab something here. But keep, keep yeah, going. Yeah, no worries. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going.
1: <laughs> Well, I, I think that it's gonna be very, very interesting. And the people who uh, know how to douse, I mean, you know, if you if you don't know how to douse, it's probably the best skill that you could, could learn about. The American Dowsers Association is having their, their convention the first week in June, I think, and they have classes on how to douse and you can probably find somebody who knows how to douse and be willing to teach you in, in, in your, your own locales, but I think it's probably the most valuable skill you can have because you can you can check your polarity you can check all these things that we were talking about you know what is the percentage of your brain being in charge over your heart and. You know years ago now you know the angel said it's not a matter of if but when it, it fails if your heart is not in it and so many people are not being guided by their heart you know they're they're in their head. And whatever the program that is running, you know, that's the one that's, that's got them at the end of the tether just jerking them around. And um, years ago, back in the 80s, when they were first coming out with cell phones and portable phones in the house, I mean, they made the, the phones and, and all of that be the frequency bands that elicited the response of fear in the brain. And when we were asked about it, when I asked the guy about it, and he said, well, people who are afraid are much easier to control and manipulate. So I think that absolutely is transpiring as we speak. So if they were doing all of that in the 80s, you can bet your last dime that they're doing worse than that now. I mean, Mm -hmm. so much more sophistication than what we had in the 80s. You know, Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. absolutely the brain is just locked and loaded and, and can run through every scenario that it's been given. So I think that's really and truly why one of the reagents that I was given at the class was Mm -hmm. remove and defrag. Mm -hmm. And, you know, from a computer background, you know, you you haven't erased something off the hard drive until you've defragged the disk. You know, then it's like it never happened. You know, you Mm -hmm. erase it completely like it never happened. Mm -hmm. You know, so Mm -hmm. the remove part of it has to do with the programming. So I think, you know, when I start looking at that, does it does it affect the implants? Absolutely it does. Right. So right. I think that's gonna be a very critical reagent. And matter of fact, that was in, in the bowl when I rang it. So, you know, you all got that too. So I, I think it's an amazing thing, you know, when you start looking at how many things are being offered. You know, in the last seven months there's been fifty reagents given, divinely downloaded. You, I've you, never had that many in one time. I mean told it's, me it's that. incredible.
0: Yeah, but the 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 process the the changes are just accelerating right now. Absolutely. They're really accelerating. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's good. It's a good thing. Yeah. Absolutely. The changes are coming fast and furious. We are ascending and going much faster into the higher dimensions than even Nostradamus thought. Because I I was because he was making um, there's a series of books called Conversations with Nostradamus by Dolores Cannon, published in 1987, 88, and 89. And in those three-volume sets of books, Dolores Cannon and her a group of about a dozen psychic students all traveled back to see Nostradamus back in the 15th, 16th centuries. Right. And he he said that his quatrains were being misinterpreted, so he was happy to talk to them at that time. And during under that timeline, um, we were supposed to shift into the fifth dimension by the year 2038, um, 30, 37, 37. 38, and it's now um, uh, 2023, so we are about, what, 15, 16 years ahead of time, ahead of schedule. So we're doing, and 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 the process is much faster. Um, In the late 80s too, Michelle, he said that, uh, he predicted that under that old timeline, we would have a third world war, a nuclear war, in which much of the United States cities would be destroyed, and European cities too, there would be a lot of destruction. And it didn't happen because people around the planet, especially in Russia and the United States and other countries, Britain, France, Germany, Japan, Australia, New Zealand, a lot of places around the world, they all stood up against nuclear weapons and said, no, we're not going to to, to, to go on. And Reagan too. Reagan said, you know, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall back in 88, 89. And Gorbachev did. Good for him. So we we all got together as a, as a people and turned that thing around. So we didn't destroy ourselves. I look at the same way now. We don't have to have a. I don't think the war in Ukraine is going to go anywhere because people don't want it, and we don't want a war with China either, for that matter, um or or a war with Russia. Why can't people just live in peace? I may be naive and wear rose-colored glasses, but like John Lennon said, you know, he's not the only one. <laughs> There are a lot of people who feel that way. I think And so, we don't too. need to go down that warlike path. There's no reason for it. we've been there, done there, done that. Uh there's no reason for us to do that again now. Well, and, you
1: know, it goes back to what I was saying a while ago. You know, we are not our leaders. And our leaders are not us. So
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know, what does it take to put a stop to that? Is is people saying no. It, it it's no, no more difficult than that. I mean, right, you know, and it, right. it isn't like we have to storm the capitals and that kind of stuff. I think if we start standing with God and saying, you know, I pray your will be done, not, not their will be done, well, I, I think that will make an energetic shift that, that would rival any kind of army going in and making changes.
0: Although I do admire the French, I have to admit, they're great. <laughs> and they've got the seeds of that French Revolution in their DNA. Have you seen right, what's going on <laughs> in Paris? Yeah. Oh my God, it's like there's been a, a riot demonstration in every village, every city in France, and in Paris, of course, the main city, for the past year, year and a half. Yep. don't, don't mess with my retirement. Well, yeah, they're, they're, they're just, I mean, and good for them. They're standing up, you know, uh, and they're standing up to this nonsense, and they're taking us, and they're letting people, getting aware, you know. They've right. been destroying right. banks over there a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I,
1: I I think it's gonna be exciting to see what happens next. I mean, you know, we're already in May. I mean the, the first part of the year is just flown by like crazy. And and the rest of the year is gonna be just like that because time is speeding up, you know, because yeah, it is. You know, yeah. it has to. You know, we need to draw this to a close and get done with this. So, you know, in order to make the next steps we have to hurry up. And that's what's happening.
0: This is from a historical perspective. The galactic friends tell me, my galactic friends tell me that this is the seventh time we have attempted ascending. Seventh, seven times, Six times. Well, seven times
1: is, a is a good number. I, last I checked.
0: <laughs> it's a good number, and we're going to finally, we're going to finally do it this time. Absolutely. Yeah, I
1: think so too. You know, I I certainly test it. We're going to. I've never seen anything like what I've been seeing in the last year. Uh-huh. I've done this work a long time, you know, I'm right. seeing incredible changes in this last year. And if you just look at the kind of reagents that have been given to help people, I mean, it's pretty wild.
0: Yeah. Huh.
1: So well, I don't think there's an accident there. I just think it's all, you know, all to meet this need, you know. So we're getting all kinds of tools to help us along.
0: So I'm I'm excited about that. Yeah, yeah. It's important for people to think positively. Don't get too. Um, it's good for people, I think, to know about the negatives and what they're up to so you can counteract them. But don't get depressed <clears throat> because oh, right. there's good things coming, you know. Um, yeah. The, the, you know, the, there are good things coming, and um, it's, uh, it'll be here before you know it because things are, are speeded up. Oh, um, well,
1: and nothing is ever what you think it is. I mean, if if the last year and a half, two years has not taught you anything else, appearances aren't everything.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. I yeah, mean, really. True. I mean,
1: you don't even have to be a rocket scientist to figure out that one over the last two years.
0: Right, right. Well, you have everybody
1: that you thought was in charge really doesn't know doodly squat. So, I mean, you know, take it to a higher power is always a good idea.
0: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Well look at the fake media with That's the fake president. Fake election. I mean it's like uh I've I've been told that Biden or whoever he is is dead. Dead for years now. So we're fed this actors, Hollywood actor.
1: Yeah, I mean he who even knows what's true by that, their standards anymore. That's what I said, I don't even look at it. You know, if their lips are moving they're most likely lying, so I don't I don't need time for that. <laughs> you know, so if I need to know something angels are gonna tell me, if I don't need to know, I don't wanna know. So right. that's that's kinda where I'm at.
0: Right. You
1: just tell me what you need me to do and I'm your girl.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well that's that's nice. That's nice. That's, that's nice. all I care about. Yeah. Yeah. Well you're holding the light for you and your family and friends in 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 where you live, and also in, in the in the you know for many places, many people in the world, Michelle. And you're doing you're doing great work. How can people well, get a hold of you? Would you like to give out your website and and contact yeah, the the
1: easiest thing to do to reach me is probably probably by email, and that's drpopeal at gmail
0: Okay, great, great, great.
1: They can always call the office Central Standard Time USA. It's three three seven four seven 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 four two three as well. So could you
0: repeat that there. again, please? Um if, if you don't mind. Three three
1: seven four seven 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 four two three. And that's Standard Time in the United States.
0: Okay, seven is a completion number, so you have lots of sevens there.
1: have right? a lot of sevens in there.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it all right if people call you at 3 or 4 in the morning, if that's all right?
1: I, you know what? They can. I won't answer the phone, but they can call if they'd like.
0: <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's amazing. That's amazing. So my my Pleiadian and galactic friends say that, We'll be able to, and they'll help us. They'll they'll be able to help us um, reverse um, the radiation damage at Fukushima, or, or re- reverse the um, the the uh, a lot of the damage that's been done to people from the shot program, and also environmental damage as well. So <coughs> we just have to um, ac- accelerate. <coughs> excuse me, and accelerate spiritually so that we can do it. <coughs>
1: Well, you know, it's it's like uh, what we talked about before, you know, with all the med bed stuff, you know, right. if 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 you have to be scalar to use the med bed, you don't need the med bed, <coughs> because everything that gives us trouble is in the Hertzian band, so if you get into scalar, then the rest is history anyway, you don't need a machine for that. That's true. You know, they have this new device called, <laughs> I think it maybe is called Cube or whatever, and mm-hmm. it's supposed to help you, you know, project Scalar and what have right. you. And, you know, I've had so many people ask me about that, and I said, you know, don't worry about it. You get Scalar, you're not going to have these other things. Mm-hmm. But people are so invested in, in having this outside thing change them. But, you know, right. if, if you don't change, you'll revert right back so right, it doesn't right, matter right. how many devices just just decide to go forward and, and press and go higher and once mm-hmm. you're scalar the, the rest is going to be history
0: mm-hmm.
1: you don't have to go through all of
0: those hoops
1: i mean you just don't
0: i think we've learned our lessons in third third dimension and hertzian frequencies and it's time for us to move on now
1: oh it's been time you know yeah. and i'm just grateful that it's happening you know, right. it's 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 absolutely in my my book overdue, but you know, God's timing is always perfect. So
0: Right, right. You know, right.
1: I, I may be in a hurry, but not everybody's in a hurry.
0: <laughs> well, I think it's important to realize too, Michelle, that there are some people who like to do the old ways, who aren't awake and don't oh, want to yeah. be awake. You know what I mean? And so they, for them, they will be staying behind. Absolutely. Um, but they're not going to be on this planet. There's another planet been created. Yes. In the other side of the sol, on the other side of the solar well, I, system, uh, where there are happy meals available, and they'll be, they'll be in third dimension uh, to work out they, their. They party.
1: may be unhappy meals over there.
0: <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. Well, George well, Bruce, George Bush Senior, is on that other planet, among other leaders, and I'm sure. Yeah. So.
1: Well, you know, it, it's like what we talked about before. You know, what you focus on is so important. You know, mm-hmm. if you're going to focus on the past, then that's where you're going to be tethered, and that's where you'll stay until you can get over it.
0: Right. right. I mean,
1: I, I can't remember the past for the most part, and I'm I'm grateful for that. I, I don't want to be tethered to that.
0: Yeah, right. Well, there's, go a, forward. there's an ancient saying that I, I read in, in India many years ago when I was there. It was on a it was on a Sanskrit temple uh, in southern India, and it said it, this was a true story. In, in, in Hindi, it said, "Birds of a feather flock together." I'm just kidding, but anyway, birds of a feather do flock together. So that if you you attract what you think about, right? So if you're stuck right. in a rut and dwelling upon the fear and negativity, that's what you're going to bring into your life. So.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. What you focus on, you give life to. Be careful what you focus on; that it adds to your life, does not take from your life.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, right. you're, you're, you know, they, they made a, a really powerful statement, and they this this was the statement. Your thoughts have power, and you right. have power over your thoughts. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. You do, so you
1: that's, do. that's very critical. You know, Paul said it. He said, as you think, so shall you be. So, I mean, you know, right. you have authority over your thoughts, but it's up to you to decide to have authority over your thoughts. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, mm-hmm. don't let somebody tell you how to think. Think right. for yourself, you know? Right, right. Take take that bold stance. Mm-hmm. You know, have the courage to, to follow your heart, listen to your heart. I, I can't tell you how many people I've worked with that they override their heart on a daily basis, you know? And they
0: get and, screwed up, too, I bet. And mm-hmm.
1: they get screwed up, you know, and it, you right. would think after a little while they'd go, shazam, you know, maybe that's not a great idea. You know, right. Exactly. Know. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. right, exactly. Right,
0: right. Yeah, exactly. right. I, I... <laughs> but... Well, uh, Michelle, any final words to my audience today? It's been so much fun talking to you, my friend.
1: It's always a good good time with you, Ted. I appreciate it. No, you awesome. know, I, I think that, that it's, it's all the same thing that we've been talking about. An attitude of gratitude brings you all kinds of blessings and certainly adds to your life for sure. Because when you're focusing on gratitude, you're not focusing on grief. You know, and there's a, enough grief to go around, we don't need more grief. We need more gratitude.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And always follow your heart mind. That's that's the foundation for the new for the new earth. So.
1: Absolutely.
0: My well, well, last thing can't go wrong for sure. Right. Right. The last segment of my of my show today, I know you've been on already on for a little while, for a few minutes anyway. <laughs> will, will be messages from um, on the ascension from Adama and the Pleiadians, and what kind of society we'll be having in the coming years. This is the basis for my fourth book I'm writing now with Adama's help. So um, uh, you're welcome to join in that discussion. Um, uh, it's it's another. Um, I'll be on the air for another nine and a half hours if you don't mind. Uh, so.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm sure your daughter and husband wouldn't mind if you were on. Uh,
1: well, yeah, that that might not be true.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no,
1: I do have to leave, but I appreciate the offer. <laughs>
0: well, it's always good, to, good, so good to talk to you. You're doing great work, and I know people really appreciate. Um, what you do, and it's always nice talking to you because you always give lots of good positive energy out there which is which is really needed in today's world you know there's enough doomer and gloomers out there and exactly I get tired right. of listening to them you know so well it's
1: so, that whole thing you know it's it takes less muscles to smile than to frown you know
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's
0: certainly true <laughs> that's certainly true that's true that's true. That's great. Well, uh, uh, Michelle, keep up your good work, my friend, and um, um, yeah, and love to have you back on again. It's always enjoyable to talk to you and get some (laughs) inspiring inspiring words of wisdom, so anyway. Well,
1: I think, you know, certainly after the September uh, class and and trip out to the West Coast, you know, I'll have Grandmother Redwood song. She's connected to every plant on the planet, alive or dead. One of the interesting things about that, just very quickly, is that even if they cut the plants down or the trees down, the energetic signature of that plant or tree is still there. And, you really? Know, the, yes, wow. that's what she said. And so, wow. even though you think something is dead and gone, the energetic signature is still there. And when the planet comes all the way back as it was in the beginning, so shall it be in the end. They will remanifest in that form. And uh, be alive again in our eyes, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I thought that was super interesting. And I got me one of those little devices where you can you can capture the sound of the plant. And I did some work in Wisconsin when I was there, and the tree sound was healing. I mean, it raised their vibration just hearing the tree song. So I'm gonna I'm gonna grab uh, grandmother redwoods when I'm out there in September.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. That is so yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Actually, I was in Dominor back in I think it was eighteen or seventeen, eighteen, and they had they had they had the same machines, and they were capturing. Uh, what were they capturing? Cottonwood and evergreen trees. Where was it? Um, yeah, and they play it too. They had CDs made of it, and it was fun. Yeah, music. I mean it's it's beautiful. Yeah.
1: You know, and yeah. so that's that's one of the things I'm going to do in addition to getting those other Earth buttons in in September, and I'm going to attempt to capture that sound as well. I think that would also be healing. Uh huh. Great for people. Wow. So I'm gonna. That's that's part of my project work when I'm out in California in September.
0: Um, here's an idea for you. Um, the purring of cats apparently has a very therapeutic and healing beneficial effect. Right. So you may want to stop by. Some cat shelters and see if you can, you know, bring some cat food and mice there to make them happy <laughs> and 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 pet them and and get get them to purr. So that might be a way for you to do that.
1: Well, I have three kitties that love to purr already, so I, that's not a hard thing to get.
0: <laughs> oh, you could hire them to do it. Would you? Have yeah, pay probably so.
1: They could be bought. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: All right. Would you have to pay them anything to be, work? For I, I
1: don't think so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That'll be great. That'll be great. Well, That'll thanks great. thanks for having me, Ted. It's always fun to have you on, Michelle, and, and say hello to your family, and I hope you have a beautiful happy day. Keep up your good work. It's always a wonderful inspiration to talk to you.
1: All right. You too, Ted. Take care.
0: All right. Cheers, my friend. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Well, well, my friends, that was... Uh, Dr. Michelle Peel, she's a fantastic naturopathic doctor. With uh, she also has a PhD in computer science, and she devotes her life to making the world a better place through scalar energy. And she's really been able to help a lot of people. I'm I'm amazed on how uh, she's been able to really help a lot of farmers with their rice crops and corn crops as well. She can, and the thing that I thought was really fascinating is that she can. She can reverse the genetics of, um, of of rice and also corn that's been genetically modified back to the original uh, DNA. And isn't that incredible to think about what she, what she can do? Um, she's also been able to help a lot of people uh, get a get a good healing with her uh, scientific and, and and medical background. So anyway, um, she's a great great person. I'm so glad you could listen to her today. The last part of my show today. Um, concerns um, something that Adama asked me he's the head spiritual head of uh, Telos underneath Mount Shasta he asked me to start writing a book last uh, late last or back in August September of last year and uh, what will society look like after we go into the fifth dimension and what kind of how can we structure it now the Pledeans, uh went through this process tens of thousands of years ago. Um, the, um, but unfortunately they, they had a terrific civil war, um, uh, well, how many years ago? It was like 64, or no, 50, 52,000 years ago. Um, they had a terrific civil war where, uh, 64 million people died. And they learned from, from that experience not to have wars. Um, their history is a little different than ours, but, uh, there are parallels we can learn from. And um, the the people underneath Mount Shasta, where I go to um, every year, I'll be going back to Mount Shasta at the end of June this year and also at the end of August, In uh, where, where they live, they, they were living peacefully out in Lemuria. And actually, if you look at history, the Lemurians actually came from the Pleiades, as did the Atlanteans. And the Lemurians came from the Pleiades, and when the Atlanteans blew up much of this planet, uh, back about twelve thousand five hundred years ago, the Lemurians left, and they all came the ones who were left they went underneath Val Shasta where they established their civilization they've been there now for the past um twelve thousand five hundred years um, at the time um, they had about one point five million people living in Lemuria um, but when the planet when when they when they left when they escaped uh, to escape the destruction caused by the Atlanteans. Um, Just 25,000 were able to to leave and they went to, uh, underneath uh, Mount Shasta, they took all their technology with them and they've been slowly increasing their population all these years. And right now they have about 1.7 million people. Um, For many years they kept to themselves, they would not interact with us here, they didn't want to interfere with our civilization, but they're starting to come up now. As we ascend and get higher and higher in the dimensional scale, um, they've, they've been coming up and they do want to help us. They're very benevolent, uh, very loving society. Um, they work at jobs like we do here on the surface, <coughs> but their their work schedule is different in the sense that we might work eight or nine hour days uh, on a shift here um, in a, in a in, for an office or whatever, but down there in Telos they may work four hours and then do what they love to do after that, maybe being with family, raising children, teaching, um, maybe teaching classes, uh, teaching skills, they still have occupations like we do here. It's just that they don't they work everybody kind of works um, uh, part time and also too they they love what they're doing. there's no um, money is not used um, in Telos. Um, they have kind of like, it's kind of like a, a, a exchange system where our, their needs are just taken care of. They have distribution places for food and um, uh, they're vegetarians so they don't eat animals. And actually the animals down there they talk to telepathically. And we did too. We also talked to animals and plants as well telepathically when we first came to this planet because we were, we were seeded by benevolent human civilizations many, many millennia ago. And this whole thing about us coming from the apes and chimpanzees is frankly nonsense. <laughs> it's not not accurate because um, we, were, we were introduced here many years ago. And um, uh, as an experiment, the, the planet itself was meant to be a paradise um, for, for us to live here. And it was also an experiment in how um, people, both positive and negative, could live as one on this planet. And that's the purpose of this planet. Is uh, our destiny is to live in in harmony and peace? It's what uh, John Lennon wanted, of course, for the um, for humanity back when he was alive. It's also what John Kennedy wanted um, for our future as well. I actually have um, a book of quotations by President Kennedy. I picked up in Dallas a couple of years ago at the John F. Kennedy Museum. It's full of fascinating um, little bits of wisdom by him and um, and uh, uh i um i really enjoy uh reading this but he's here with me now and um he wrote he said back in 1963 um um our problems are man-made therefore they can be solved by man no problem of human destiny is beyond human um, human beings and i totally agree with him we can all make this planet a better place all of these uh issues we face today are um things created by us and we we should, should be able to solve them just fine. Um, the um, One of the telltale things happening right now on planet Earth is called the Schumann Residence. And, um, for thousands and thousands of years, the Schumann Residence, it's the frequency of planet Earth, and the Residence was 7.8 hertz um, all the way up until um, September 1916. And September of 16, I actually was at Mount Shasta taking a group of people there on a trip. And while I was there that month, the Schumann residence doubled actually from um, 7.8 to 13.8 hertz. And since that time, it has gone it has gone up, up, and away. And uh, one of the things that's happened is that um, the Schumann residence of love is 528 hertz. This is a 528 hertz tuning forks when you hit this. Tuning fork on this Lemurian crystal from Mount Shasta. You spread love everywhere. I'm going to do that here now. Okay, that's spreading love everywhere. And the um, the human residents of planet Earth right now, my friends, <clears throat> in the um, seven years that uh, the human residence started to double back in September 2016 has gone off the scale so you can't, it's not even measurable uh, uh, very difficult to measure now it's gone so high. <clears throat> That's in preparation for us to ascend into the, into the higher dimensions and people may ask well, what do, what do you mean by ascend? Well there are 12 different dimensions. We exist here in the third dimension. We're shifting right now as I speak into the fourth dimension and we will uh, go into the fifth dimension later this year. And but there's the good thing is that we can we can go all the way up to the eighth or ninth dimension as well during this ascension process. Um, and so when as we ascend, um, we our bodies will become will have a lot more light in them. We will not need to um, uh, communicate um, by voice as much because we will communicate telepathically. Um, if you uh, talk to someone, let's say you look at a, your business partner or your, your sweetheart or whatever or, or a friend, you'll be able just to look at them and you'll be able to exchange ideas with them instantaneously. Um, you will not, neither you or the person you're talking with will be able to hide any of their thoughts um, because you will be by definition communicating telepathically and there will be no way to hide any any thought whatsoever. So. Um, the whole basis for people hiding things and and lying to you, people will not be able to lie to you, and neither will governments for that matter. Um, our leaders uh, will be changed to people who are much more spiritually based. And uh, what Nostradamus told me many years ago is that in the future human society <clears throat> will not have will not have the perceived need for heavy police type. Tape police type controls over people. Um, you won't need police forces as much. You won't need um, militaries and you won't need armies as much because people will know how to act and isn't that an amazing thing? And there, The crime rate will drop to almost zero um, and it'll almost go all away way because um, people if people do commit crimes they'll know it. Um, if you're in a courtroom for example um, and you're a prosecutor, you'll just be able to look at the defendant um, or the judge will be able to look at the parties in the courtroom and and they'll know who's telling the truth and who isn't. Won't that be an amazing thing? So that's gonna be an, it's going to be an exciting time and um, that's where we're headed for. Now some people don't want that for the future. They don't want to be able to communicate telepathically. They don't want to create a, um, a new world where people are living in harmony and peace and love and compassion. And for those people, they're not going to be allowed to stay here. Um, they will leave. I'm not sure how they'll leave, but they will leave. And they will likely go to um, another planet, an Earth-like planet on the other side of the solar system. Um, that's been created for them in the lower third dimension. And they'll be there for one Mayan cartoon cycle. Now one Mayan cartoon cycle in Earth years is approximately 25,800 years, or it's the time it takes for this planet in this solar system to go around the central sun of the Milky Way galaxy. And that's 25,800 years, roughly 26,000. Myself, I've been here for two Mayan cartoon cycles, or two times 26,000 years, or to be precise, two times 25,800 years for a total of 51,800 years. That's how long I've been here, and this is my last lifetime before I go back and rejoin my plidian family. I've already um, been in contact for the last couple of years with my Plydean friends, um, and they, uh, Plidian Plutonian, Abrahalsaurus, has been graciously giving me um, quarters up on board the ship, so I go there frequently. Um, but um, I will always have ties to this planet. But it's it's um, this is um, this is my my last time here on planet Earth. Um, and uh, but so i have I'm um, doing as much work as I can for the Ascension. I, I work all the time. But um, people may ask, well what kind of world will we have? Okay, the first thing is that as, as Dr. Peel was mentioning, um, disease if you split disease into two infinit- infinitives it goes to dis-ease, alright? And a lot of the conflicts today, a lot of the stresses people face um, in our world results in disease dis-ease in the future people will be um society will be far more harmonious it'll be based upon love and compassion and a genuine desire for people to get along it's the kind of um let me grab this it's the kind of world that uh, dr omoto wanted to create with his with his work with message from water this is a book published by the omoto office um and um Uh, Dr. Moto found that if you send positive thoughts to a a glass of water on the molecular level, you have these beautiful water crystals. This is one produced by love and gratitude. If you send negative thoughts to a glass of water, um, it will create negative um, pictures as well in the the structures in the water zone. Here's one here uh, for you fool. If you write you fool on a glass of water, and then um, look at the molecules of the water on the electron microscope level, you'll find that the water has completely disintegrated. It's not gonna be one of these pretty forms like this. This is from uh, the words love and gratitude written on a a glass of water. So that was one of the important lessons of Dr. Moto's work and lessons for us today, that if we wanna create a better world, we have to use our words carefully. in, in Japan and in Shintoism, which is an ancient Japanese religion, Shintoism, um, I'm no expert on Shintoism, but I, I do know that it, it it states that behind every word, behind every animate and inanimate object, behind every living and non-living uh, object, there's a spirit. And so <clears throat> um, it's very important to your thoughts, words, and deeds do create reality, the reality that you're in. So you want, you want to be very careful in the words you choose and the kind of thoughts you have because as you shift into these higher dimensions as we're shifting now into the fourth and fifth dimension thoughts become things. Um, uh, that's not as much true in the third but it is true in the fourth and fifth so um, so that's why you have to always be careful what you wish for because you might get it. <laughs> so, Anyway, um, but you can use you can use that to create a better world for your future and your friends and family by thinking, by making positive affirmations, by thinking of uh, of positive things for the future. There was a fellow named Shakti Bhagwan, who in 1984 uh, wrote a book called Creative Visualization. It's actually available, I think, it's on on the web for free. And what he what he what he visualized, what he thought, is that um, if you think of something positive in the future, um, you can take that energy. From the future and bring it to the present and act like it's already happened so you can you can create that kind of positive future when i started my radio show for example 10 years ago um i wanted to raise consciousness help people with the ascension and make it a worldwide show and so that's that's what's kind of it's worked into that today because today's broadcast i um i was told i have about 1.4 billion listeners in over 100 countries and that's just on the planet, off planet. There's something like um, 910 million uh, benevolent uh, souls listening. So which, which is wonderful. But um, but anyway, if you if you want to think of if you want to have good things happen to you in the future, think positive, and create that create that impression of what of that visualization of what you want to create. And another way to do it too is to write little like three by five cards, and Put it around your kitchen or bedroom or bathroom, so you see it every day, and you repeat it, and you visualize that kind of um, that kind of experience happening. And I I guarantee you you will create the kind of reality that you want. And one of the things that it's kind of funny, um, but um, um, be careful uh, if if you um, if you worry a lot, worrying is a negative form of prayer that can create bad things for you. So don't Forget about the worrying. Worrying is just asking for something <laughs> bad to happen. Um, things, the the energies are getting a lot better on this planet already. I was told that this month in May, that a lot of the negatives would be going away, and I can already feel that their energy is waning. Their their energy is declining. They don't have quite the they don't have the quite the power and and strength that they they used to have. And so we are we're getting through this. And uh, one good thing that the Pleiadians are doing is that they've been—they have been bombarding planet Earth with lots and lots of positive radia- uh, positive um, of energy, and um, and vibrations here on planet Earth um, ever since November 2018. Now, in November 2018, we had um, the reptilians and the darker and some darker elements of the US government uh, who attacked our own cities. They attacked um, Paradise, California. I know Don and his family were out there and and, para- and um, Paradise, California, Malibu, California. In Paradise, California, about 52,000 um, people, um, people were killed and in Malibu, California, 30,000 people were killed. And unfortunately, the um, uh, government out there at the time uh, tried to cover it up um, I think California said they only lost like 62 people or whatever that was not correct. It was a lot more than that um, but they but there were several reasons why they why they did that um, um, but um, in response to that um, I myself and many other light workers asked for help to come in and and help us um, fight this back because we they had technology that we just didn't have the reptilians reptilian based and so that's when the Pleiadians came, they answered the call, and they've been here ever since um, helping us. One of the things I like, um, uh, I want to tell people is that people don't realize, but in Paradise, um, there, was, um, there was a group of, of humans, advanced humans from Alpha Centauri, who were living in the Paradise, California uh, area, era, uh, area, and they, uh, they had a base there as well underneath the, um, underneath the ground. And uh, when the reptilians and the darker elements of the U.S. Air Force attacked that area, um, a lot of them tried to escape. Some were killed, um, but the reptiles didn't want them there, so they, they attacked them. Um, not everybody uh, there the people. A lot of people from Alpha Centauri did did survive. Some people did die, however. But anyway, that's kind of an inside story about what, what happened during that time. And um, how um, and why the Pleiadians and the Galactic's ended up here today. They, the the Pleiadians sent a, a ship um, back in November 2018. I had a program on it because they I communicated with them telepathically and they let me know when they were coming. And so I welcomed them and they've been here ever since. And what they've been doing since that time is bombarding the planet with lots and lots of good energy to help heal us, especially from and raise our awareness. And what they've been doing since the SHOT program came out a couple of years ago, a year and a half ago, whatever, they've been bombarding planet Earth with lots and lots of good energy to help to to do two things, raise our consciousness as well as help heal us. And they've been doing a very good job of that because even though a lot of people have died from the SHOT program, um, a lot of people are still alive and they're getting healed thanks to the efforts of the Pleiadians and the Galactic Alliance. And I wanna thank um, our Pleiadian brothers and sisters so much for all their fantastic help. Um, they're the unsung her- heroes. They're very modest people. Um, they're 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 humans just like us, except they just live in in a higher dimension. But uh, I appreciate their help, and I want everyone to send lots of love and light, light to them and to thank them. And um, Lydia and Admiral Halosaurus for his uh, service and his his wonderful help. They will be here until we complete the ascension uh, process, which is still some. Some years away, but we're, we're moving at a very rapid uh, rate. Um, if President Kennedy had lived back in 1963, we would have already shifted into the um, into the fifth dimension, and we would be living on a on a beautiful and harmonious, loving planet now. And we would have already been exchanging ambassadors with many other benevolent civilizations. Um, This is the seventh time, as I mentioned before, that we've attempted to shift into the higher dimensions. And this is the furthest we've ever gone in in our human history in in accelerating into these higher dimensions. The entire universe is looking at planet Earth right now, and that's one of the reasons why um, we have over 900 million um, benevolent beings uh, listening to the show today. It's beamed from here. The signal's picked up. By my plidian friends in the mothership above Mount Shasta, ten miles above Mount Shasta, from there it's sent to the Galactic Alliance and as well as to Alcyon, the main base in the plidian star system, and from there it goes all out um, all over the universe. So uh, we're getting a lot of uh, a lot of people uh, listening today. They um, they are very interested in what happens here because the decisions we make not only affects us but it also affects the universe too. Guess which planet in this solar system and in this entire universe has been holding back the ascension of this solar system and this universe? guesses? It's this one, Earth. We have been the laggards for far too long and uh, Mother Earth, that's why Mother Earth back in September 2016 said I'm gonna go ahead and start ascending anyway I've waited long enough for humanity to come along and so, um she started ascending back then, and you're welcome to come along uh, along with me if you like, as President Kennedy told me two years ago, uh, leave no one behind. Um, try to take as many people as possible in the Ascension so that's what um, that's what I've been doing on this show and um, uh, and I think a lot of people are waking up. I know Thomas Jefferson said on my show last week that. One, a full 1%, 80 million, approximately 80, 90 million people on planet Earth uh, uh, became awake uh, week before last. So we're doing great work, my friends. Don't get discouraged. Um, it's, um, you have to remember that of all the planets in the universe, and if you want to get a feel for how many planets there are in the universe, if you're close to an ocean or a beach, for example, where they have little fine grains of sand, walk out to the beach, and in every little particle in that, on that beach is a planet and Earth is one of those planets and of all the little specks of sand on that beach and all the oceans of the world the hardest planet to affect any change positive change is Earth this one right now in human history and it's tough it's not easy living in third dimension uh, on planet Earth as, as I'm sure you well know and so um, to affect any positive change, you have to really be strong and think positively and know that it's coming. And we are getting a lot of help, and they're helping us as much as possible. The um, the Galactics and the Pleiadians are limited um, in what they can do, however, because this planet is a free will water planet. It's a very rare situation to have both free will and a water planet. The planet Earth is 70% water, and our bodies are also 70% water here on 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 planet Earth so that um, they have to respect our choices. They can direct us, but we have to ultimately make the decision. And so we've been making some very good decisions um, for many years now about our future. And people uh, need to wake up and realize that um, it's a war. It is a spiritual war going on right now. And a lot of what you're seeing on your media, in your government, by by not all of course, but many big corporations are lies. And they're manipulative and they're not telling us the truth. But um, as Susan Miller, a a famous astrologist told me nine years ago on my radio show, um, uh, Susan said uh, that uh, this is a time of truth, that things that are true will be shown to be um, as true and those that are false will be shown to be as false and and will fall by the wayside. So um, whatever secrets uh, that people have, uh, whatever uh, bad deeds they done in the past, that's all going to come out because this is a time of truth, and you've got to get, you've got to almost purge yourself of that stuff in preparation for our, our new world, and it is here, and it is coming, and we are creating it. That's the exciting thing um, um, about planet Earth, and when we're all done, and the planet has shifted into the fifth dimension, sixth dimension, eighth or ninth dimension. Um, um, this, the Earth itself will be a model for the rest of the universe and other civilizations and many other species, species and races will look at Earth and look at it as a model for the rest of, of um, all the other living, living beings in this universe and other universes as well. There are a total, um, for those interested, getting some accurate information for you. There's a total of seven different universes which have been created. Um, a couple months ago my Pleiadian uh, friends took me out to the edge of this universe and they said um, if you're interested in other universes look over there and I looked over there and there were like little little eggs. Um, they were um, universes. There were seven of them and there was a seven, six or seven, I think there were seven. And there were like there was a, a band of white light zigzagging around them. And they said you couldn't cross into those; those are different universes. Um, but um, but we're in, of course, one of these universes, and um, of which the Earth is is certainly a, a part. But um, uh, the, the the planet Earth is holding back the rest has been holding back the rest of this of evol- evolution in this universe. Um, by refusing to go forward. It's gotten actually pretty serious um, um, because um, uh, we've waited for so long, this is the seventh time we've tried and basically uh, the Supreme Being has said enough, we've given you enough time and um, so for those people um, for those people who don't want to ascend they're going off to another planet Uh, But Mother Earth wants you to join her in her ascension because she has already ascended. Uh, She's already ascended, and she's been waiting for us for a long, long time. Uh, Most of us, um, most of the souls here, just about everyone here, you have to be tough to be on planet Earth because it's not an easy place, um, as as I'm sure people know. And so uh, only the strongest and and most um, uh, resilient souls can um, have been able to come to this planet to affect any any change. Um, but um, that kind of sums up uh, why we're here in in, uh, in a few minutes. But it does give you an overview. Um, it's going to be an exciting time. Um, the, um, we won't be using money in the future like we do now. It won't be, be perceived as, impor- as important as it is now. For one thing it will be used um, we'll have much more of a barter system we will have free energy as something that Nikolai Tesla told me about and has has talked about uh, many many times uh, with me. Um, there's been many inventors uh, here on uh, on the Earth who've come out with um, with with various ways for free energy. Um, uh, there was a guy uh, in, the, in the 90s. I'm trying to remember his name. Stan. Oh, Stan Meyer. Who created a car that actually ran on water he split the atoms the oxygen atoms from the hydrogen atoms was they were to produce power for for a power water-powered vehicle of course uh, the powers that shouldn't be didn't want him to do that and they got rid of them um but that'll be that'll be one way to uh, to uh, to power our vehicles in the future um there's going to be all kinds of different clean energy sources coming out we already have them Now, um, but um, they will become they these new energy sources will be rediscovered actually and be disclosed to the public here in the next next couple of years. Um, Disease disease will completely disappear. Um, There have been attempts on this planet, and so the monies that people now spend on healthcare will not be necessary any longer. uh there's there's plenty of resources to go around this planet in terms of food and, and um so that so the, the any any issues regarding um food will will become a, a thing of the past um there there is a famous story of a fellow named um, Valiant Thor who visited with President Eisenhower in 1957 and uh Valiant Thor was from the Galactic City and he, and he said um Um, he made an offer saying that uh, I could help you get rid of all the disease on this planet um, if you'll let me and um, uh, Nixon was against it because he said that uh, he had a lot of uh, medical doctor friends and friends in big pharma and they'd lose their they'd lose their companies and lose their jobs and lose their money if they um, if we got rid of all disease here on the planet so um, wasn't allowed to be done but they, we did have a chance back then to get rid of all the disease on this planet. And we would all be um, living for hundreds of, hundreds of years longer than, than we do now. We were actually built for immortality. Um, Adama, my good friend from, from Telos, actually is 25,000 years old. But he looks no, no older than maybe 29, 30, 28, somewhere in there. But um, the, the aging process, <clears throat> as you spiritually evolve, actually stops and then starts to reverse. And um, there's no reason why we can't live four or 500 years, even 1,000 years, or basically become eternal if we want. And so that's where we're headed right now. We have a beautiful, bright future, and especially for our children. Our children are, are the vanguards of this beautiful new age, which we're just, uh, just entering now, um, one of the reasons why uh, our evil fake government has wanted to use the shot program on the little kids is because they want to do two things. I'm sorry to uh, I'm sorry if they use these words, but they want to kill them and they want to alter them so they cannot help us with the ascension. Um, there's a lot of reasons for that, um, but, uh, um, but what they're doing, in my opinion, is, is criminal. And there's going to be a, special pl- a very special place in hell reserved for the people behind this SHOT program for little children who have been killing these little kids. So they've been dying of heart attacks at like ages five and six in Canada too, all over the world. But um, they're going to have a very, very heavy karmic debt today, and I sure as heck wouldn't want to be them. Um, I don't care what kind of money they've been paid by big pharma and, the, and, the, and big government. They're going to have to pay for that. There is a karmic law that's going to be um, addressed with them, and they won't be able to um, get out of it. Um, uh, so, um, um, and you won't be able to escape what's coming for you. Um, that's true for Fauci um, and the rest of them, too, who've who, who hurt a lot of people through this uh, um, shot program. Um, but, um, and looking at uh, people becoming telepathic by by next year, will be more and more, within two or three years, the telepathic process will be fully completed, and people will learn to communicate um, telepathic uh, telepathically. Um, there will be very little crime, almost no crime here on the planet, um, and people won't struggle like they do now um, because all their needs will be taken care of for them. Um, there's, there's an abundance of resources here on the planet. There's an abundance of food for people. But let me tell you something else too that's going to happen is that um, people will not need to eat as much um, in the higher dimensions. And I think uh, my friend Dr. Michelle Peel mentioned that today, uh, alluded to that, because um, as you ascend to the higher, into the higher dimensions, um, you'll live on more light uh, in, in the future. And there are people now, I've heard, who actually in Japan, for example, they live on, they, they're breatharians or they live on breathing or they live in just by standing out in the sun. I'm not making this up. I'm not crazy either, but they don't need to eat. At least they don't need to eat as much as they as they do now. And as you ascend to the higher dimensions, you won't need to eat as much. You'll be able just to live off the, the higher vibrations. It's a fantastic idea, really, when you think about it. Um, um, the other thing is that um, with our needs taken care of, there'll be there'll be a blossoming of the, of the arts and sciences, and um, people will have the free time to devote and to create a beautiful, loving planet um, built on harmony and compassion. This is one of the um, one of the uh, goals that Dr. Moto uh, had before he passed away in 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 um, October, October 17, 2014. He wanted to create a beautiful world by teaching little children and adults as well the power of our thoughts that if you send positive thoughts to a glass of water um, that they'll, these beautiful water crystals on the, on the molecular level will be created and we all have the power to create a, a beautiful and happy world. Um, um, it just, it's just waiting for us to, uh, to create and I and I'm really excited for the future especially our children um, and if, if you're a parent out there, do everything you can to protect your children because the satanic state, the satanic government, um, Big Pharma, is coming after your kids. Um, um, uh, I told, I mentioned this earlier on, on today's show and last week about how the, the Washington State Legislature has just passed a law that if you have a little boy or a little girl in uh, elementary um, middle school or, or high school here, public school, they have the legal right without the parents' permission to uh, forcibly medically transition the child from being a little boy into a girl or a little girl into a boy. I can't think of a more repulsive thing to do but they can do it without any input from the parents at all. A, boy can go, a little girl can go to school one morning, public school in Washington State, and come back a boy in the afternoon. With their breasts cut off, or if a, a boy or her, his his genitalia mutilated, and it's all state sanctioned. I don't agree with that. Um, and if you are in Washington State um, and you have children in the public schools, you might consider taking them out because because of that. Um, but um, but the children are bringing in this this new age, and they have lots and lots of messages for us. Um, Uh, The shots themselves um, can only harm the kids. There's been no recorded case of anyone um, getting sick uh, from the uh, uh, under 21 at all. None. So why are they having this program for the shots for the little children? I I have no idea. But um, the purpose of this show is to make this world a much better and happier place, my friends. And I know that if we all work together, we can and will create a much better and happier planet. I started this show 10 years ago with the purpose of, uh, of raising consciousness for the ascension. And um, I want to thank everyone so much for their beautiful support. Uh, on BBS, you can subscribe to my show for just $2.99 a month, or more if you want, uh, just by going to the BBS website at HTTPS, uh, colon, forward slash, forward slash, BBS radio. That's boyboysamradio.com, forward slash, out of this world radio. Or you can go to my website at www. Out of this world 1150.com. Uh, I've been here a long time, 50, almost 52,000 years. Um, this is my last lifetime before I um, join rejoin, like Plebeian brothers and sisters. Um, but uh, uh, everyone here has a role to, to play in this ascension. We all came here with the purpose of, of helping our, ourselves. And uh, as President Kennedy told me a couple of years ago, he said, if you want to. If you want to make the world a better place, look no farther than your family. So if you've got some family members that need help, do help them out. And even if they think you're you're crazy talking about the ascension and making the world a better place, um, work on them slowly. They'll they'll come around. The vibrations of the planet are, are rapidly rising. Um, I probably should have a whole program on the human residence because it is getting higher and higher now on planet Earth and it's just a matter of time before we go into the fifth dimension which I think will be probably by the end of this year. And after that, the fifth dimension is not a destination dimension. It's a dimension, it's, it's a stopover on the way to the 6th, 7th, 8th, and ninth dimensions. Now when I came here 52,000 years ago, I had originally started out in the 10th dimension as a baby, baby angel huh, next to the supreme being, that's what I was told. So I've come all the way down now we're getting in going into the fifth by the end of this year and then after that i do see people going into the planet it's possible for us to go all the way to the eighth or ninth. right now i travel into the eighth and ninth dimensions regularly um in the astral plane and um, a couple days ago as i mentioned i i went on a, a long trip spiritual trip with uh, um, thomas jefferson uh, george washington benjamin franklin and a lot of angels archangel michael and the Pleiadians as well. So um, the US is a very special place. Um, all th- this planet is a very special planet. And we are all here to create a beacon of light for the rest of this universe and the rest of this, this world too. I wanna thank everyone so much for their fantastic support. I think I'm coming to the end of my time today, my friends, but I wanna thank you all so much for all your support. Um, if, you, um, if you like to donate, um, uh, Uh, Please uh, keep us going. That would be great. Just go to my website on BBS, or you can go to www.outofthisworld1150.com and feel free to contribute what you like. I have a lot of spiritual trips coming up. Uh, I've written several spiritual books. You can find them all on my website at www.outofthisworldreadings.com under miscellaneous. Um, And I hope you all have a beautiful and happy day. The purpose of this show is to raise consciousness. And I know if we all work together, we can create a much better and happy, happier world. And I want to thank Don and Doug for all their fantastic help. Maybe we've got some more time today, friends. That'll be that'll be great. I'll tell you what, if you, if anyone has any questions, if we've got a couple of minutes, just email them to me, too, outofthisworld1150 uh, um, at gmail.com. I'd be happy to answer them on air if I get some more time from, from, from uh, Don and Doug. Um, other than that, we have a beautiful, bright future ahead of us. And always know that um God is help God does exist and and god God is helping us i um, um I know that uh Don and Doug's been doing some work on the on their uh systems today um they're doing maintenance um and so I wish them well. <laughs> I don't know when it's all taking but I think it's taking taking some time but um I hope you all can come with me to uh, Mount Shasta someday it's a beautiful place um, um, many people have uh, have experienced miracle healings there um, and uh, oh two minutes okay um, the first time I'll tell you a story when the first time I one of the first times I went there was in um, September 2016 I had a group of people beautiful people from from South Korea and they were a Christian group and they've been praying and meditating and wanting to go into Telos, the Hollow Earth, for for about three years. And so I took them to the entrance to where the um, entrance was into the Hollow Earth and um, dropped them off about 10 o'clock in the morning. And they said, well, come back about 5 or 5.30 or 6 and see if we're back. I said, okay. So I dropped them off. We went off in a van, did other things for the day, came back, and I saw them coming out of this rock um, outcropping which was an entrance to Telos and um, I interviewed all of them and they had been to Telos and Shambhala um, and met with the Dhamma. They had some beautiful things to say. That interview is on my website at www.outofthisworld1150.com and go to the top bar to um, look at past guests um, our past shows, go back to September 2016. It's the middle of September, and you'll find all the interviews there. They had gone in there and had a, had a really uh, amazing time. Um, most of the time now, I mean, it's possible to go in physically into the hollow earth. Most of the time now, we, we travel astrally as well. And um, everybody who's been going on the trips recently has re- all received miracle healings. So um, I hope you can come along. It's one of the most beautiful places on the planet. And uh, for more information, uh, just send me an email to outofthisworld1150 at at gmail.com. Well, my goodness, the three hours has gone fast, hasn't it, my friends? I will be on the air on Monday in Vienna, Austria on Radio Soul International. Um, That website is www.radiosoul.at for Austria. The program starts at 12 noon Pacific time and lasts till 2 p.m. Pacific. If you're in Austria or somewhere in Germany, that starts at 9 p.m. Central European time uh, to 11 p.m. or from 8 to uh, 10 p.m. Uh, in in England. So you're welcome to listen to that as well. That's in German and in English, and I always enjoy the uh, being on the show there. Um, you can listen um, at the Radio Soul website or um, you can go to, uh, afterwards you can go to listen, you can listen to me on the Cloud Hub. I've got shows there and of course on BBS as, as well. Um, on Cloud Hub, I'm under, um, Ted Marr out of this world, uh, radio. I'm also on, uh, Brighton and a couple other, uh, and other, other social medias, including BitChute. From, uh, from my heart to yours and with much love to all of my listeners today and, and with a big, a big thanks for your support as well as the support of my Plydean and Galactic Alliance friends. I'm sending you also lots of love and know that better days and a beautiful world, and we're creating it right now, and I know we have a beautiful, bright future. With much love to everyone, thanks so much for listening to my show today, my friends. Bye-bye. I hope you have a beautiful day. Bye-bye.